0: professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. The Big Guy Ryback feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. (laughs) Conversation Conversation with the Big Guy Guy. Ryback. Ryback
1: starts now
0: Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and today I am joined by the 12 time MILF of the Year and host of the Tanya Tate Show on Vivid Radio and Sirius XM. Tanya Tate, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming here. <laughs> did you come to Vegas specifically for the show?
2: I could say that.
0: Okay. I'm just pretending. I, it? She did.
2: Ryback, I come just to see you.
0: It's not the first time, Tanya. Well, not for.
2: Well, we have met before.
0: We did at the Hard Rock.
2: At yeah, the Hard Rock, we had a few drinks and hanging out, and
0: you were sitting there. Um, because I was with Dolph, because we drank a lot that night, <laughs> and but that was before I think we start. We were drinking. I went there and met Dolph, and we were yeah. like drinking at one of the bars. Yeah. And then you were sitting down, and it was like a lobby, kind of like right or. Uh, it's Ooh. it's
2: when you first, well, it's the Avian Awards is every year in January in Las Vegas, and the have it right now at the Hard Rock Hotel. So there's like loads of different bars. So there's like a big, where you walk in, and then the big bars there, and we were just sitting down and resting my feet, you know, standing all day in high heels.
0: What are those days <laughs> like? You come here every year for those, right? Yeah. Well, I would imagine you're 12-time milf of the year. It's it's, you would have to be here
2: um, I've, I've come to yeah, most of the shows since I've been in the industry so a lot of fun you know they are the busiest shows of the year there are different adult shows that you can go to like different fan shows where the fans can come and meet their favourite adult performer um, but AVN Vegas, the Adult Entertainment Expo, the AE Expo, thats like the biggest one of the year. Yeah, and because
0: that's it's your a- WrestleMania for wrestling fans. Yeah, that's it like, is Phoenix. We always talked about it's the WrestleMania for the for the adult <laughs> entertainment industry.
2: <laughs> Phoenix. I, oh, just have to say I love Phoenix.
0: Everyone who doesn't love Phoenix, she's such a she's such a good quality human being. She is. Yeah, like she, it's she's
2: amazing. I mean, I love it on the outside and the inside, and I've been all different parts of it as well. FYI, it's,
0: she is uh, as a lot of people. She is a lot of people's, uh, and I, I don't want to drop names. Wrestler wise, I remember when I first became uh, met her in Australia. There were some of the the wrestlers in the locker room, and I'm not going to name names on Are you
3: that. Sure? No, and they, they go,
0: <laughs> she's my all time favorite, and I just la- I, I didn't honestly know who she was. Yeah, no joke. And I don't I don't know if you know this, Tanya or not. I have not. I no porn since August 19th of uh, this year. And I stopped it in the past because it was, uh, I'm like on this huge health quest of like, and not saying it's more balance than anything, yeah. but everything with like social media and addiction and like the way the world is going. I had a guy on this show called uh, named Gary Wilson. Right. Your Brain on Porn. And there's all this research studies now showing that, and I always use this uh comparison for people, that like when I was a kid, the the like, my mom had the Cosmo magazines or the Victoria's Secret. That was a that was that was a golden treasure. Like when I those <laughs> when I was growing up, like that was because there was no internet yet. And then like now, when I was talking to one of the guys, Chris Van Vliet, that was on the show, and I go, if you were to see that same Victoria's Secret magazine now, and he goes, oh, just like, ugh, like, wouldn't it it wouldn't be the same, and it's because. We have escalated so much with smartphones and, like, the tube sites and everything. You can access it so easily. easily. But for men, and it's men and women they're finding what's happening, but men are in those tube sites, and this research is showing this, that you're, like, going from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next. Some people, eight, nine, ten screens at once going. or oh my bound, goodness. Like, it's – but what happens is you keep increasing these, like – your threshold for this and and what you're watching. And it changes the neural pathways in your brain and like all the dating sites and people swiping and getting addicted and going from one to the next and to the next, that they're showing that again now, balance is a key. I think Mm -hmm. if you can moderately consume this stuff, not a big deal. But what happens is we all get addicted and it's so just in your face that it's like, we're seeing now, the guy had all these studies like, teenagers, kids now that have smartphones and are getting turned on to, like, porn at a young age are getting erectile dysfunction at, like, 12, 13 years old. Wow. And men, they have the statistics for, like, men under 40 used to be, like, under 2%. And it's
2: – Skype.
0: Yeah. Which is – and then, like, so there's all this stuff going on. And he goes – and I always tell people, I go – and there's, like, some other named celebrities that are, like, that have read this stuff and are kind of coming around. But I talk about it, like, with the wrestling, that schedule you're on the road – you get, like, it, it goes kind of hand in hand when you're on the road. And that, for me, was what happened. And I go, oh, man, I'm just just going to cut it out. Like, it was just yeah. like, but there was a human uh, disconnect with real people. Like, uh, just, and I can't explain it. And then ever since, it's been, like, game changer. Wow. And not to say that you can, like, you can still watch it. I think it's just balance and everyone's different.
2: I, yeah, but, I, I think if you overdo anything, yeah, you know. Died like, of water. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I like chocolate, but I don't stuff my face with white chocolate all day long. Because so I'd just be
0: like, sick.
2: I do so want like to feel... Fill- very- very large.
0: You're not gonna go fill the pool up in the backyard and go dive in head first a full pool full of chocolate.
2: <laughs> I'd be like
0: <laughs> I actually do the the, the dark uh, cacao chocolate. Ninety six percent dark cacao. Oh I don't like
2: dark chocolate. I'm very, very picky with my
0: food. It's I do it strictly for the health benefits. I'm a weirdo for the, the for heart.
2: Health benefits or not. I'm yeah, not
0: you kidding. you're more milk chocolate, I feel like. White chocolate. White chocolate. Mm. You were yeah. you cut me off really quickly with that.
2: Oh yeah, was, white, white chocolate. Milk chocolate's okay. Depends if it's like British Cadbury's, like American milk chocolate, mm, or um, white chocolate. You could just feed it to me. I'll be like,
0: what for? Over in the UK, what's your the number one white chocolate?
2: Um, what I would have, <laughs> like Milky, isn't Milky Milky? I always get confused. With Milky Way, and Milky Bar.
0: Can you? I want to get one for my YouTube show and do. I want to do a. A feeding time food thing with the, with the UK oh, white chocolate. you know what? You should
2: get like a nest. There's a Nestle Dairy Crunch, okay. so it's got like little puffed rice in. Yeah, and it's like covered in
0: obviously white chocolate.
2: Just puffed Ooh. rice with white chocolate. That Sounds good. Nestle Dairy.
0: You know I'm 70 percent uh, English. My ancestry report. I always... I get along really well. Wh-
2: DNA report.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm a do- <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> no, I. uh I always got along with one of my my favorite people in all of professional wrestling is Wade Barrett. Oh, yeah. I love the accents (laughs) of the English (laughs) folk. It's always like my, it's just, it sounds so sophisticated. You could be the stupidest person in the world, but you have an English accent to me. And I instantly think you're smart.
2: I could just tell you to do whatever. Like, it used to work a lot in my movies. You know, I'd be like, get down. Get down on your hands and knees right now. And would be like, oh,
0: okay, okay. Mate. Your entire demeanor changed on that.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, <laughs> wait, i like, wait. So That's many people God. are telling
0: me to shut up right now. I just want to hear you just <laughs> saying that it could be 60 minutes of you just doing the man. I, I can mo-
2: just say what you yeah. want me to say. <laughs> just sit there. Me and wrestler's names out saying like the wrong words. Like I was called John Cena, John Senna. I mean, like it's still to this day. How many times? I say have
0: something been- demeaning to John Senna. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> if you just one sentence for our listeners, just something demeaning to, to John, tell John to get down on his hands and knees.
2: <laughs> You're gonna do okay. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna
0: be <clears throat> okay. Quiet, be everyone, quiet. quiet. Wait,
2: shh. Is it John Cena or John Senna? I'm-
0: I prefer John Senna. John Senna? It's John, it's John Cena, though.
2: Well, I call it John Senna. I call you
0: can call one. him whatever you want.
2: I can call him whatever little shitty name I want. <laughs> John Senna, get down your fucking hands and knees right now. Open your mouth wide and suck my big strap on dick. I want to choke you out.
0: Wow. That was intense, Tanya.
2: Well, I mean, I could You've, say it to you as well if you want, but I don't think you would specifically want those words. I so think you.
0: So you that. think John specifically did? Is that what are we <laughs> no, revealing I, right here, I would Tanya? Like,
2: I would just like to. And
0: speak. why of all people was he the first one that you offered that to? That is very interesting revelation here on conversation. Do, do with
2: know you know what God, it right? is? I think sometimes when people have, a, they seem to me their personalities are quite forceful, and I think sometimes when people when they're in a lot of power, you know. Um it's, it's very strange, like, they're very powerful, but then I think behind closed doors, a lot of these men, specifically men, that have a lot of power or have a lot of responsibility just want to give it up. Like, there's a lot of things they might like being dominated and they might like being pissed on. That is very true.
0: This is, the one thing I've learned so far from this is... You feel John Cena wants a big, giant (laughs) strap-on dick down his throat because he's such a powerful man. (laughs) And then then, then to be pissed on. That is going to be the headlines of this show. Tanya Tate reveals John Cena likes big strap-on dick shoved down his throat and pissed on. If he
2: ever meets me, he's never going to want to talk to me. He's going to he's hate like your guts. this bitch. He hates me. He's going to hate you. Oh well, never mind. Does he like a lot of people? I don't know. I don't think a lot of people
0: like him in the industry. But no, it's. Uh, I, it, it's
2: I have a feeling there's a lot nicer people within your industry.
0: Yeah, I've talked about it. I wish him nothing but the best and everything. I, don't know. I think he's a very he's a very hard worker, and what uh, we uh, I've seen enough to personal stuff to have enough information i'm good i wish him the best and so he's doing he's he's absolutely taken his wwe career and been able to just kind of propel from yeah, yeah from that from the booking of it and whatnot and it's good they'll never hate on anyone having success and doing yeah. do that so but i've seen enough personal stuff where i'm a lot of people get caught up in the uh in the roles that people play his role was the ultimate good guy so it's so hard to tell anyone anything different because just it's like a movie role with a guy. Imagine Arnold. I always use Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Arnold, or, or just we'll say Tom Cruise. Say Tom Cruise's entire career only played like a super nice, awesome dad in the movies, or Bill Cosby. That's um, a guy yeah. that was in, where but, it but was
2: behind closed doors. Are yeah, a really different it was
0: so hard around. for people that, at first to understand that because they, it was Bill Cosby.
2: Yeah,
0: that so. It,
2: I mean, it's different for me because I've played a lot of different roles on camera, so I, I get it. You go on camera and you have to live up to a certain role. I mean,
0: yeah, absolutely. You
2: know, you're going to get, like for us, we get switched up. You go in a scene, you go in a movie, They might just say be yourself. You might say, well, you're this certain character or you're that certain character. And for you guys, you know, you're know, on, you're there in the ring and you might run with the character this way. And then suddenly they're like, okay, now you're going to do a complete 180 degrees, yep. you know, turn around. and." It's tough.
0: I had to do that from being the ultimate good guy there and then turn into a bully.
2: How I, I, I want to know. So I, yes, go a lot on, I, I go a lot on social media and I sit there and I get like a lot of negativity, but I just block it all. Because I'm just like, oh, he's playing footsie with me under the (laughs) table. I mean.
0: Everyone calls me out on this show. I had a, by the way, I'm not kidding you up. I had a fitness girl on that came over here. And she goes, are you looking at my tits? And I wasn't, though.
2: Are you looking at Mike Tick? No, but I was... He wanted me to do that. So,
0: I'm very professional on the show here. You
2: look.
0: I've been here I'm with Phoenix. I've done the show with Phoenix for so long. Like, I'm immune to everything. <laughs> Phoenix, every other sentence saying she wanted something up her butt. Like, it was... I'm immune. <laughs>
2: Phoenix we only be, likes things up her butt. Yeah. She prefers it up her butt, not off her pussy. Yeah, but we... I, I know this. We
0: could be talking about just the most innocent thing but little bunnies running in the for in, in the garden outside and like and then that's something oh i'd like a bunny at my ass it was just like <laughs> i was like yeah up. yeah it was just like <laughs> it was it made for hilarious content but it was sometimes it was tough it was but um where were we saying before that before Are i cut you, got you got off distracted? the girls called me out on the looking though but i wasn't and we it was confirmed later on the show that i wasn't but she was just crazy oh, she's awesome though I you can her.
2: look at my tits I don't thank think. you it's
0: much appreciated i try to always keep remain eye contact <laughs> yeah. i have like a there's a laser that i keep my face
2: <laughs> I mean, actually it'd be bad like if girls did the same thing to guys it'd be like yeah well
0: i've no, had it's, people it's quite... know that do that like i can't i posted an ab shot once on uh on
2: just once you posted a lot, shot no. once okay you're clearly <laughs>
0: clearly calling clearly. me out once again here on my social media it's kind of my go-to can
2: i see the apps please not
0: down here no it's not no i don't take my shirt off on the show this is very
2: i said abs not chest he's like minutes in and
0: you're telling me to take my shirt off but where is this thing gonna end let me have a couple four locos first, at least.
2: I have a few more sips and I'll ask you again in a bit. I'm you, gonna might, go, you might do it for me. I mean,
0: I'm going to go get my my four locos because I got to do another segment later on for one of my <laughs> Ryback TV. Tiny turning just, yeah, just take your clothes off on your show. It's okay. <laughs> well, so, I,
2: I, I want something nice to sit and look at. You know, this is nice, but underneath is extra nice. so...
0: Calling me a butterface? <laughs> oh, God. This, is, this show's not going anywhere the way i, any way I thought it was gonna go tanya
2: he's like
0: i think I, i'm a very good looking like man the, the guys
2: are like get no a lot of
0: hot women tanya. guys you know. are
2: like keep your shirts on the girls are like fuck yeah get it off
0: take your shirt off and put it over your face ryan and keep talking to me
2: i, I did not say
0: that, that is pretty much what you were <laughs> this is i'm defeated right now <laughs> I'm I tell you I'm, I'm 70% you, English. And I'm
2: giving you a compliment. I'm saying you've got an extra nice rack.
0: I don't my body's not back yet. I'm I'm rebuilding my body right now. I'm back, I'm in good shape, but I'm not where I want to be yet.
2: Okay. Well, when you're in Hopefully where you want to be, will you take your top off for me then? Absolutely. Okay.
0: You could do a Ryback TV deal with me too. I got we could do a segment right after this show. So the, for the t- YouTube those always get much better. Like
2: does the t shirt come off?
0: It could, but we're doing four locos. <laughs> <laughs>
2: promises I, promises
0: i uh yeah no i've never done four locos i'm i've never and like someone goes yeah those were cool like in high school i go yeah i never did i them. don't
2: even know what a loco is
0: they're four locos they're higher volume alcohol drink i bought six of the big ones and because it i i'm i'm is all about alcohol
2: balance. in there
0: no no it's just coffee black coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> this this show's gonna go downhill real quick. Right. I'm just gonna leave and let you tell demands while I go get four locos in a oh, little bit.
2: You you can do I don't even know where we were up to. No um, you pe- were talking people about, about being on social yes, media yes, and sir. dealing with a lot of like shit, should we say? Just dealing with a lot of shit. So when you're a good guy, you know, you you get a lot of nicer comments in general, yeah. but suddenly you're going to be turning into this bad guy, mm-hmm. and people are just going to be slating you. They're going to see your episode. They're going to go on. So as a person, like for me, when I see it, I just go block, 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 block mm-hmm. because it's a lot of people that not you know they don't know how to speak to a woman, and if they no. ever met me outside, they would never say the things that they say to me on social media about me and I or my child, which is even yes. more disgusting and. I want to know for you how do you deal with that negativity? Because I just wonder. Because I, I sometimes I look. I'll go on and I'll look at like I'll look at some of the wrestlers, and they've had like a show where they're really nasty. Because that's what the lines are saying, and they're like you're horrible, like Lana and Russoff right now, yeah, and like death threats. Like that's, and I'm like it's just a show, and I and I look at some of the the comments, and I'm like, how do you deal with it?
0: So I've had a lot of experience in this, and. And that's like one of the reasons, like sometimes like the top guy, like when you're in that top role, it is really bad because you're having success. So you get the people, social media attracts all people, but mm-hmm. it attract, you get the lowest level. Yeah. And so I've done a lot of self-reflection because I've never met a bad person in person that's ever had an issue with me or something. Like, it just never happens. Mm-hmm. And typically when you meet people, get along with them really, really well. And so there's this huge gap in like of social media and with wrestling uh, what happens and you got the, this portion of wrestling fan um, and they got a lot of stuff going on in their lives they're not happy to begin with
2: have you have you got alcohol in that
0: why are you feeling good
2: <laughs> I just hot. my natural a hot flush it's just my
0: face. natural demeanor time you <laughs> you just out. kind of have that effect on women it's, it's my nice pearly white smile alcohol,
2: alcohol makes me it's
0: tired. my tough guy that tough macho like man like and then but i greet you with this teddy bear smile and it just has this overwhelming effect on the ladies Sorry,
2: you've got a really serious conversation and i'm thinking i'm having this big hot flush i when i have alcohol i have this really bad hot flush that's why i'm asking it's got it's not got alcohol
0: in it you're now accusing me of giving you out like <laughs> inside of a zevia ladies and gentlemen a zevia the stevia sweetened soda can i show it that was yes it is a big sponsor of the show. At one time, they were that I would somehow inject alcohol into the can, and I can't wait for Tanya to ask me for a soda. Just took a chance, and that was the one I got.
2: I'm having a hot flush. It must be just you. It's just me. It's just you. Ask
0: Phoenix. She's pretty much just me.
2: It's, so on, so
0: on. the people are unhappy. Social media. I would. It, to me, it was always, it was such a letdown to see. It's one thing when you have kids, and they're just not necessarily, their are kids. So you you don't get upset over that, mm-hmm. t- typically, even though some of the language you see. But when you see adults acting like that, it's like, you don't go to a movie, and then leave that movie, and then write your favorite actor or that actor. You piece of shit, you were this butt bad guy, you killed yeah. someone. It's just like, stupid. But in wrestling... There's like this portion of people that take what you do on the show and then go to your social media pages and then attack you for it. Yeah. Or they, they go and they read wrestling has this really, there's like so many great wrestling fans. And then there's this portion that are really, really unhappy that are attracted to it. And it's just all hate and negativity. They just go from one to the next to the next. And even in, it, like, it's just, it's a bad thing. But for me, I've had a doctor on this show, not Dr. Sue Mortar. I had to learn. That because I block it all out also, Mm -hmm. but for me, and this is just for me, what has helped me the most, even if I would go on there because I like engaging with my business, the more interactive I am, the better, and it develops a real relationship with the people. Yeah. So I'm exposed to seeing the comments. So I had to figure out a way that when I would, you could see 99 great comments, and then you get that one, and that one overrides those 99. Because it was getting through. It would be like, it would be Not all the time, but occasionally there's one that's just really bad. So I got to figure out how the fuck to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, this, like, so it was a process of Gary Vaynerchuk having empathy and sympathy for people and realizing that only hurt people hurt people. So, and it's easy to say that, but you, when you, you have to practice this relentlessly that these people are in such a negative, bad place that we all see things we don't like mm-hmm. on social media, but we don't stop and comment on it and try to actually make that person feel better. You just move on. Yeah. I know that if I come across something and I say, oh, that's, I just, I don't stop. and you, like you, you just
2: look at the next tweet yeah, or the next I try. Goes.
0: I don't want to be in that frame of mind, but these people don't think like that. They're unhappy. They're going from one thing to the next. They all of a sudden, they, they. Go to what they don't like. They're getting more of what they don't like. And then they leave these really, really shitty negative comments. Mm. So for me, it was, I'm taking all power away from these people. But it's really, it's one thing to say, it's harder to do. So what I had to start doing was having empathy and sympathy and love for these people that they're hurt. I started responding to the ones that bothered me and I practice, and even ones that don't bother me, I leave a very positive, loving response back and then I mute or block them. So that way the contact is over after that. They, yeah. I don't want them having access. But that was the only way that I could do it. And it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So like when I see but it, but also it's two, there's two great benefits to this. Three, actually. One, it allows me to deal with it and it doesn't bother me. So I don't take that hate and anger and let it control my life. It takes all power away from them. Two, I'm... Really trying to help them and give them some look. Don't react like that. They want attention. I'm going to give you good attention. Yeah. Three, it exposes them to the fan base, and then they actually get a dose of their own medicine. Typically, Not by the fans
2: give it yes, back to them. Yes, and then things.
0: they a lot of, oftentimes they'll block their account or they will they will delete their account. And I want them. I want them to feel. That's the only way you learn. Yeah. You have to feel. It's like if you go around and shoot people in the leg all the time with a BB gun but you don't know and you're just hurting people you need to get shot in the leg and feel that pain yourself yeah that's my mentality on it
2: I had a guy when I was pregnant and I um, I put a picture up and he, he wrote he went you're fat and I was like really <clears> and it, so so stuff like that is just like really bad but actually I love all the positivity that I get and for me it's like having the, the fans help as well yeah. You know, you have, a, you have a really, like, whole load of loyal fans. Like, in the mornings, I will get on and eat my breakfast, and I will go on my YouTube channel, and I will sit there in my kitchen, eat my breakfast, chit-chatting, like, uh, the topic of the day. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. Like, you know, <coughs> what cake do you like? Yeah. We're talking cake in you the talk morning. talk
0: about
1: anything. As works. I'm
2: eating me breakfast. And, you, you know, sometimes you get trolls that come in, and, and they'll either start talking about, like, oh, like, get your boobs out. Well, I'm sitting in the kitchen with me, starting you know yeah. and it, it's nice that I have like the admins on there that will just like they'll filter it and sometimes I've turned away and I've come back and they're like yeah. they'll be like no you can't speak like that on here yeah. and the comment's gone and I'm like oh I quite like this and it's you feel really blessed and appreciated that you've got people that have got your back
0: absolutely you know? and that's one of the good things about like YouTube what I do we do with the Ryback TV and I have people that help me with this on the comments, because I like to go and I got the app where I could see and go through really quick and like the comments. But whenever we see people that act out of line, either we hide, they call it hide I user. Didn't. I call it hide loser. Uh, and,
2: I call it sin bin. Yeah. Stick them in the sin bin. <laughs> where we're
0: going to still keep your money from watching, buddy, but you're not going to be seen by anyone because you can't control yourself. But what it does is that it shows people, because if you, my thing is, if you allow negative comments in that comment space, it, it, it makes for a trashy environment, encourages more. Yeah. So when people, you can condition them that when you filter it and it teaches, you're, you're allowed to leave negative comments. My thing is, is if your mindset is you think it's a good thing to do that and waste that energy, I'm helping you out and we're not, you're not going to be seen with that. But it, it tightens it all up where people just tend to stay in line. And you yeah. can teach them by example that, oh, if I say something bad, I might not be seen on this channel and it, it's a really, you condition them yeah. to it. And I, that's the environment that I create. And like some people, oh, you filter your comments, blah, blah, blah. The comments aren't just for you. They're for us. Like, No, it's my fucking channel. Your channel. channel. You, yeah. You, you can, can go run show. your channel with no subscribers, buddy, however <laughs> you want. I don't give a shit. This is what we do in Rybackville.
2: That, that, I totally agree with that. It's like, you know, if you're on my channel, you're on my page. Then yeah. I always go, like when it starts going downhill, I'm like, okay, everyone, it's the power of positivity. And then they're all right in the coin. So you can see a power of positivity. And you're like, yeah. So you get it all back off.
0: Absolutely. And you can control that. And that's what it's all. If you go on there and you're bitching and complaining and being negative, you're probably going to get a lot of. Negative comments too, and you're gonna. Yeah, I, I
2: like I like to wake up in the morning and feel like really nice, and start my day with like a lot of nice people. And I I always sometimes they get like a little bit risky in there. And I'm like, okay, if you on want On the, the
1: YouTube
2: on the YouTube, yeah, and I'm sitting there with my son. So I'm like, so so then like my admins will be like, no, if you want to talk one on one, like I have like little things set up, like you can text TanyaTate.com. Yeah. I like this now, so I'm throwing it all out there for them. They're like, wow, how can I talk to you? One yeah,
0: is exactly. I see, I see a lot of big time people that I follow on social media doing the text deal now. Like Gary Vaynerchuk's doing it, text, and I'm like, yeah. am I missing out on this? The but I so. The, how does it explain this how this works because here's and I don't want to because I see like Gary talking. and Mike this Grant Cardone I got the 10X and they're like you're talking to me are you really talking to you yes yeah you 100%. can see them all
2: I it, it, I have like right, you have albums. access to them no, it comes straight to my phone.
0: Okay.
3: So,
2: so I'll log in to the yeah. app. It depends where they are, like whether it comes to my phone in the app, whether it comes in Safari, okay. Or whether it comes as a text message, but it comes to my phone and I look at it and I answer
0: it. You can, you, and so you can pick and choose what ones you respond Because you obviously can't respond to every single
2: well, one. Well, if people are texting me, it's a premium. So oh, so I do respond to everyone. Really? Yes. So so um if you go to text on there you can find if go and look it up. He's looking it up now. <laughs> he doesn't need to, by the way, he already knows my number. <laughs> if I get a dirty message tonight, I'll be like, Oh is this what text did I start? <laughs>
0: no, Ryan, this is my personal self. Stop <laughs> it. <It's, laughs> what are you wearing? How
2: do you get that? The Talk
0: you. down to me, Tanya.
2: Talk dirty to me. Tell me what you're wearing. Well, do you know what? I can show you what I'm wearing right now. And, like, sometimes I'll, like, send them pictures or send them videos or, you know, I'm, like, really? feeling horny. Let's play. And I'll send them a little message. Steve
0: and, over in Omaha can feel horny with you.
2: Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, is that your, that's his other name? Gee golly, honey.
0: I'm Sexton Tanya Tate. <laughs> yeah, I
2: get to see you tonight. I'll be like, I really want to ride you. Give me that nice big cock. Oh, well, oh, this is too much. They're like that. Hot Under the collar right now, so so yeah, I I, I that's what I do, you know. It's I need
0: to do this, but I wouldn't talk like that to my fans. I don't I, think I don't
2: <laughs> think
0: that but... would go too <laughs> what, what That's a whole wearing? other job. What
2: are you wearing? It's... <laughs> <laughs> the first thing, kind <laughs> of squeeze your nipple. <laughs> what happens if I flick on that
0: nipple? You want to know a funny speaking of nipples? This is one of the funniest moments. Me and Bray Wyatt were wrestling at a live event, and uh. A fan just blurted uh, blurted out. And Bray always is really good at staying serious in the ring. This is before he did The Fiend when I was still yeah. there. He but he was the demented Bray Wyatt. And uh a fan, there was something going on, and we were in the match and like my, my nipples on the singlet like it come out and a fan goes to says screaming, Ryback has the perfect nipples in Bray. Just started cracking up laughing, and he he had to tell me I didn't hear it. Like I was, I don't know if I was like selling or doing something. And Bray, it was like, oh, he's, he's just like, man, you got the perfect nipples. That was always our little. That he would he would mention that occasionally, but I was just he'll say the most random things. But all
2: well, well, I have to say, who does have nice moves. You know, what I'm gonna say,
0: mm. Big E.
2: Oh yeah, it's- it's like when he does. I can't even do it with my boobs when being. No, he has. A, <laughs> he's like,
0: like, his chest is out of this world.
2: I, I, I think I'm gonna have to meet him on like, You know, it's. I, I will be feeling your chest.
0: Oh like no, my, so my yeah, my pecs night. have are like they're just now starting to come back. I lost. I had to do machines for three years because my shoulder and everything. Yeah. Like this is this isn't the Ryback from WWE. Even though my weight is about the same and I'm in shape, I need a. You still gotta get it open. I got a picture of me and Biggie. I'm gonna send to you. I got two. This is when I was at my probably my all time best. I want to see. It. Me and him <laughs> are backstage talking, and cup one of the guys got a couple pictures because it was like two big meatheads talking, but. After we just got done wrestling each other, we're all pumped up and sweaty. Like literally, my straps are down. He had his straps down. Our tits are out. And like I like it because I'm out angling him. And so i and like I'm nice and lean. But like Big E is just just a thick bastard. But it's like the funniest photo of just two meatheads talking after a match. And I'm like... Explaining something and like whoever took the pictures, it was. I think it might have been Cesaro. (laughs) It was. It was classic. I'm going to send you those, so you will.
2: I want to. You
0: will thank me for that. For it's for more for Biggie than me, but.
2: No, I will be like Biggie. I got a nice picture of you.
0: (laughs) Who are some of your favorite wrestlers? You, I mean, like you. You are a big wrestling fan.
2: Yeah, I do watch it. I mean, you
0: a marker a fan?
2: Am I a marker?
0: There's a huge difference. (laughs)
2: Of mark stains in guys' pants,
0: sorry, yeah. Look, so for like the comparison is like, and so my thing is, it would be the comparison in your industry is you do the the, the expos and the things you know when you meet like normal fans, yeah, and then when you meet like the panty sniffer sniffing, sniffing oh. like <laughs> wanting some like. There's different levels. I,
2: I don't want to take your panties away with me. Don't.
0: Worry. I got singlets up there. We can get signed <laughs> some.
2: You can sell them, but <laughs> you have got—they've they, got to be worn. They're all worn. Like I'm not
0: washed. No, they've all been washed.
2: they've lost the value.
0: But you know exactly that that's what we're talking about. So that, to me, is the comparison between wrestling fans and Marks. There's a difference, and they know, and they know damn well.
2: Well, I don't think I'm definitely one of those hardcore where I need to take every little piece away. with
0: You're just a fan. You're you're a loyal fan.
2: Yeah, I am. You know, I like to watch the shows, and when they come to town, I like to watch them. There's one coming up. They're doing a holiday one in a few weeks yeah we go to that on a monday night in staples center i guess every time that they come into town i always try and get to go and watch
0: them do you now let me ask you this honestly do you like the wrestling tanya or is it more (laughs) sexual that watching men sweaty men rolling around in their underwear or girls or girls yeah sorry not not not, or divas superstars honestly like is you're a sexual woman well, is it what is you? What is the attraction to pro? Is it oh, I can't wait to go see that power bomb tonight? Like I feel like that's not it. Talking to you,
2: I, I think it's nice to just see like guys showing their their power and their strength. You, can, I can't look at you and I'm saying this because he's like, keep
0: going, feed <laughs> me more, the, Tanya.
2: <laughs> seeing the power and the strength, and it, yeah, power. Like you are an athlete, you know you are really powerful, and yes. you you know it takes a lot of hard work to get in that ring. And anyone who says it's fake. I tell them it's fake. I tell them get in the ring well you've already done this get in the ring with with any one of you guys and let's see how fake it is when you're getting thrown around everywhere do, do you know uh, yeah and, no
0: it's it's intense.
2: and it, it's it is it's a ve- it's a very intense sport it's very skilled and I I like a lot of like the banter that goes on and you know
0: What about today's promos though with like WWE it's so scripted though like it was it's not the same as what it <laughs> used to be Like, I like what, like, AEW, the other promotion, is they're letting the guys talk a little more. Yeah. I feel like, or at least some of them. And I don't, I hate scripted promos. I think it's so boring.
2: I think sometimes some of the stories are, like, really boring. I mean, I could start sitting there and being like, oh, God, there's another one coming out. You know, he's all mute, and it's like, my client and you love oh. My
0: name is Paul Heyman. My client Brock Lesnar is gonna win the WWE championship for the 37th time in three years. I love pizza and fudge sickles.
2: <laughs>
0: That's why Paul Heyman.
2: And sometimes you like, Sorry, come on, to... like change it, like change it yeah. up a little bit. Like sometimes it does get a little bit tedious, you know? And it's like, I, I think, oh, is this the time when I can go to the toilet? Yeah.
0: You know. So who's in the ring if you're going to the toilet?
2: <laughs> we just said one of them. <laughs>
0: you're going to the bathroom. Whose matches it? John Cena's?
2: <laughs> Although, or, or the ones with the squash match when it's like the only introduced one and you're just like, oh. I did a lot of
0: squash matches early on. Did, you know that? did I not entertain you? The two-on-one. I thought you'd be into the two-on-one things.
2: Squash. I, I, I always Through those feel little bad. guys around that, I always, I always feel really bad. Like when the, for the, the, for the guys, guys beat up. the guys are just like standing there like that at the side. It's and like, like dropping oh two little no, fish into the shark oh tank. No. And yes, like, and they go do do do. Oh, ding 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 ding! And I'm like, oh, I. Don't know. I just feel they just don't have a chance. And it's always to show them. It, it always feels it's the new one that they're bringing in to just show them off. And yeah. It, I, as a wrestling fan, like, sitting there watching it, it's that bit is, like, a little bit. It, I don't. I guess I just don't like knowing that the guys are going to come in and they're going to
0: get beat up. You know?
2: I like them to at least have a you chance. You like
0: competitive matchups. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's because you want the matches to go longer and the guys to get sweatier.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, always, I, hidden... I don't like, I don't like, I like it when the guys come out with it all like sweaty and wet. And a little hair. bit of oil. Like the, yeah, a little bit r- of oil. Like Roman
0: with that Samoan hair, a little bit of oil. You're not a Roman guy?
2: Um,
0: the Usos? Who do you, no, what do you?
2: Drew McIntyre.
0: Drew McIntyre, Ma- yeah, yeah he's Scottish. Drag, I get it. He's
2: Scottish. She's very, I like tall as well. Yeah. You know?
0: um, Pours the bottle of water, a little baby oil on that skin, just glistening just off.
2: Get it out. A little there. bit of
0: hair on the chest. <laughs> that <laughs> Scottish <laughs> psychopath. They get it out.
2: I didn't like it when they, when they come out like if they've got like those white string vests on you know the white vests that are all like stained and holes and stuff there was a few
0: who had like Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> no, Dolph wears. Um,
2: Dolph wears a lot of pink, shiny. Dolph is I, Dolph I, goes I,
0: all I, out on his attire. I,
2: I I like Dolph's clothes. Sometimes he comes on, and I'm like, oh, I'd wear those pants. And when New Jay had, the, is and you... Jay adds,
0: Dolph metrosexual is that metrosexual? Like I don't
2: know what it is. I like he wears a lot of pink. You know, it appeals to me as a guy. He's a
0: ladies' man, though. That's what. It is.
2: Yeah, he's. I I think he might be very much into ladies, not from personal experience, but he's. He seems like he It's in
0: my notes not to talk about that, so yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just he just looks like he's like he, he likes to take care of himself. I he's nice eye candy, you know.
0: Yeah, no, he's uh we went out last year for New Year's here in Vegas and got hammered. <laughs> we ended up at Sapphire after going out. We started out at Hooters Hotel and Casino where they gave cuz they gave him a room for free cuz he couldn't get booked it was like cuz new years is crazy Oh yeah they love him cuz he has a eat free for fucking life hooters card that I'm really jealous of <laughs> and then so i met him down there's now the oyo hotel and then we went to the mgm we gambled a little bit we got people were people thought he was sean michaels and i was goldberg so they're buying his drinks <laughs> and we were running with it it was everyone else knew who we were but two people thought and i told him he was sean he told him i was goldberg oh, so they're buying neat. his shots all night these fucking marks that don't know and then we go over to the uh, sapphire afterwards and and. uh
2: I, I've had yeah. a few drinks with him. He's like definitely... He's one a, of my
0: favorite he's people. He's definitely
2: a good crack, you know? <laughs> <He's>
0: I, uh, <laughs> we just laugh the entire time we're around each other. It's literally just... just
2: I like a, listening to his stories.
0: <laughs> no, he's he one telling of the good me,
2: ones. And he's all about like when he'd been to the Britney concert and he was on the stage and yeah. <laughs> his stories he was telling me. I was like, he had me
0: in stitches laughing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I like a lot of Dolph. When... When He's a little it,
0: shorter, though. Do you, that you know what?
2: I? That, I, I didn't stop it. It would be like watching this. Like, right back. Stop calling me out on me heights. You don't know how tall or short you are. I don't look at the stats. I don't sit there and go, Wikipedia, WWE.com, what's the stats? I just, like, see. You said, like, you just it's see funny them. you knew
0: where they were at, though.
2: But so, it's not difficult to guess. <laughs> <laughs> just drop it and then when I saw him, I, I didn't know that he wasn't as... He wasn't over, how tall is he?
0: Five, six, five, seven. Maybe no,
2: he's not. Five, oh, maybe six, a little taller. <laughs> he's a bit taller than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, he's. I think I don't know if he's five eleven. He's six not. Foot, he's not, not quite six, six foot. foot. No. I don't think he's six foot. I think he's a shade under. It bothers yeah. him. Yeah.
2: So I would, but I didn't know that he wasn't as tall. You know, as the as like many of the wrestlers or, are like yeah. really,
0: like really tall. You know. Yeah. When no, I've the wrestlers. Quite a some,
2: few of the wrestlers, and you stand there underneath them like that. You know.
0: Yeah. No, there's that's the one thing. Like I'm. Six Too and like like that to me. I go around. There's guys.
2: But you're small compared to some of that.
0: Yeah, but Um, I'm the big guy, trademarked. So like, I go overall presentation, Tanya, like energy, heart, (laughs) personality, just a big, big, just guy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so so, (laughs)
0: sorry, moving on.
2: (laughs) So some of me. No, Seamus is obviously one of me. Famous. they'll all be they'll have been shouting out loud me and
0: since. Seamus talk I like Seamus a lot I like
2: Seamus he's a really good guy and I first met him in Dublin many many years ago and then I moved him before he
0: again. made it to WWE
2: I think he was just starting off
0: okay
2: I I think I don't know which part he was in but he was in Dublin anyway and I and I saw him there and then I was watching WWE on the television and I was like oh there's that guy I met in Dublin so,
0: did he look a lot? He like transformed himself. He got in a lot better shape over the year. Like he looks great now. now he looks better now beast. than he ever had.
2: Beast. I, I every time like I just I obviously follow him and then I just see it and it's just like you know he gets like little heart eyes like posted from me because he it, it like
0: uh, I got those from I, you too on my app just over. yeah he
2: just, got them as well yeah like he did when you when I saw you
0: <laughs> <laughs> back to Sheamus. <laughs>
2: But he is beast. Like he's been doing his YouTube channel, yes. like training, the Celtic How, Warrior the workouts. The Celtic Warrior. I mean, like I, I'm gonna go
0: on that here. That's I, one. my, yeah, I want to do that with him because I started doing my Feed Me More Fitness stuff. Yeah, showing me documenting my like coming back. Yeah, and uh, he's killing it. Like that's
2: he's like a beast. That strength. Like his like like just like size of his legs. He just like he
0: has huge legs. He's like a genetically. I'm. We actually. I remember when I first met him down in Tampa, that was the first thing I know. I go, that guy has, we were doing this gig for security for one of the guys, this guy Joe Gomez down there had a gig to give us some extra money, a group of us. I just got there and they wanted big guys. And I remember just seeing Seamus and I didn't know him well, but I just go, this guy has enormous fucking legs.
2: They're just like... Yeah. Master- I don't know We he gets jeans to face it. Like yeah, no, they were
0: like... At that time too, they were even more pronounced than now because he was heavier. Like his... in his body fat was a little higher, yeah. but he was in great shape still. Like now that he's shredded. He, he's like lighter than he's ever been too, but he wow. looks...
2: He looks amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he's, he just went down to the bio accelerator where I went. They took me down for the stem cells that fixed me. And yeah. he just got all this stuff done. So now here he is. He's coming back. I'm he was,
2: excited. He
0: was like kind of borderline. Mm. Thought he was, I think, done too. Mm. And the the stenosis and everything. And the stem cells are absolutely. He's, he's going to feel better like in two or three months than he does now because it's so soon. Yeah. I'm about four and a half months after my things. And they just keep getting better and better and better and they worked they said up to like six seven months so
2: I've, I've had a few of my own bits of blood pumped back into me as well oh yeah yeah <laughs> Just like, are you saying stem cells i'm like oh repair the
0: i prp like the plasma rich plasma or what uh what, have, yeah, what are we talking here
2: vaginal rejuvenation they do
0: the stem cells in that too
2: it um i phoenix she they went, do it again.
0: They do it in Dix, yeah. too. They do the whole deal.
2: Yeah, and F- F- obviously, I love Phoenix all over. But um, I was coming backwards and forwards to Vegas a few times because she she obviously works in the clinic yeah. um, in Vegas. A legit doctor's office. It is. It's and a legit. And she's had all the legit training. She's been working there for quite a few she's years.
0: She's busted her ass. I'm proud of yeah,
2: her. Yeah, she's, she's she's doing really well. And she's, after I have my baby. Sugar mama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's lovely.
2: After I have my baby, like, you know, like I'm... Two years post pregnancy. I was
0: gonna ask you about that.
2: Yeah. And so I had a baby boy. Um, I didn't work out during the whole of the of the time I was pregnant. I was too scared. I was gonna ask you, a
0: lot of people I was are scared.
2: I, I did IVF and it took four years to make my little man. And so I was super scared because you know, you go for the IVF and the like. I I went And I had to get on a plane after the IVF and they're like, don't walk. I had to ask them for a wheelchair because they were like, do not walk. Do not lift more than 10 pounds. Well, your hand luggage is more than 10 pounds. I couldn't do anything. So, and so then as soon as I felt pregnant you can't train like do anything for 12 weeks and after 12 weeks he's like if you want you can and i thought you don't, I want don't even want it. to squeeze down there yeah. so so from being like quite like well like my body i have worked out over the years um doing the ivf i took a lot of steroids from prescribed from the doctor
0: like what kind like what is when you say steroids Pre- Prednisone? prednisone like prednisone. not like not performance enhancing
2: no 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 okay. prednisone so that well i'm not i'm not a doctor but i it made me bloat so yeah. you know and it was a lot of hormones it was progesterone um estrogen. Were you very
0: emotional during all that too? Was oh, yeah. it like a roller coaster. It, yeah
2: it was I, IVF without all the drugs is pretty hefty yeah. you know and it, it was like really up and down and I was like but I didn't quite go back to my normal self so when I did get pregnant and then I didn't want to work out because I was scared and then I was too tired you know I was exhausted I'd get up at 8 o'clock I'd be back in bed by 11am yeah. <laughs> I'd be like I'm snoozing so then to come after you know you've had the baby and I'm like oh shit look at my body I had like my little pouch and like I was breastfeeding and you you can't take certain things and you've got to make sure you keep like eating regular and like everything I'm like I'm never gonna lose this weight but breastfeeding it kind of like shrunk me down Mm -hmm. a little bit but I was just stuck with like everything that was going on and it's I think as a woman having a baby and being in like like being in the limelight if you if you, I was like, ask you that, because you know, your
0: entire existence is based off of Yeah. It, your looks yeah. and what you're what you're known for.
2: And it makes you like afterwards it's like I, I wanted to get back to where I was and you know, I've aged a few years and age doesn't you can't get back to where you was. Nobody's
0: <laughs> ever won that fight. This is the father <laughs> I don't know. time. No, as far as like, I look at it, We all want to be young forever. There comes a point that like where <laughs> I say this. I go. I tell people I'm 26 with stem cells now. That and I just switch to a vegetarian diet. Like I'm done with animal protein. But that's another story for another time. But it does. It's a tough thing.
2: It is, and and then it's kind of like being able to work out while you've got a baby. You've got to like change everything around it but i feel like now finally after two years i feel like now i've got like my body back but i still need... how to do it um i it's just going to i do um cardio bar class cardio like, bar yeah cardio bar so it's like bar like you know like you pedal
0: body. like at the bar like as you're drinking you just <laughs> they got little bike pedals there you just
2: <laughs> what a
0: good idea actually
2: that okay. would be nice. But it's
0: Vegas. You can do anything.
2: Unfortunately, it's in LA and it's not, it's not that good.
0: <laughs> little TVs and you're just sipping on your little sex on the beach while you're just sitting there. Whatever.
2: Um, no, it's its like using like a ballet bar. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you're on the floor, you're on the bar, okay. you're doing a lot of repetitive movements. So um, I, I guess I did a lot of that. But I'm trying to like get more into doing some weights. I joined another gym. Um.
0: Did you get a trainer at all? Or are you doing this all, figured it all out on your own pretty much?
2: Well, I had a trainer give me a workout. Okay. I've had different trainers in the past, but that was when I had, like, loads of time that I could, like, yeah. fit it in. I had a really good trainer in London, and it, um, he, he did train me a few times via Skype. But it's difficult when you've got a, a baby. And That's what he,
0: you're like, everything revolves around.
2: around him, yeah.
0: Or is there daycare? Like, because the gym's over there. Like, I feel like over in London, like, food, everything is so behind sometimes – Compared to like as far as health option wise, food over there's great. Like this, but it's not always the healthiest and like but do they have like daycares in the in the gyms there or no?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I okay. guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, they do. It's, I guess it depends which gym that you go to. Yeah. You know, in the gym that I used to train when I went to London, thinking back, no, they didn't have they didn't have daycare. I think it depends if it's like a big gym. Um, but a lot of the gyms over here, like where I am in Los Angeles, they most of them have daycare. Yeah. It's but it's only certain mood. hours. It's, you know, yeah. it'll be in the morning and then they'll, they'll shut and then they'll come out on again in, in like later in the afternoon, um, early evening. The ones that I go to, yeah. it's not like the, the daycare is not there all the time. It's tough. And so I really need my booty working now. That was basically
0: it. <laughs> the booty, the... Yeah. There's, that's like, there's so many things with on, on social media now with the, the booty programs. Yeah. I get you in contact with a few people I know that are doing...
2: I, I, I got movie. a little workout again, so a trainer in South Africa and I, and, I, and I pull my little piece of paper out and I, and, I there. and I think it's nice that I can do that but it's difficult to spot yourself, you know, am yeah. I doing it right? And I always think well, you know, should we need to be in more or should we be a bit more It's out? the
0: most important thing it's... for him in doing mm-hmm. lifting right? I'm training now with one of the world's strongest men, Nick Best who is, he's 51 years old and he's still improving but right. he is like He's so smart on, on injuries and lifting properly. He fixed all the things that I didn't even know that I was doing wrong yeah. that was actually hurting me further. And uh, just, it, it's different because I've worked with people online as well. Mm-hmm. It's different than when you get with somebody. And actually, an act, like I'm talking not just a trainer at the gym that just,
3: yeah. like, like people that ones. are like,
0: my thing now is like, I want to be around the absolute best. Yeah. on everything. And like I told you, we talked about, it, I let my ego go, I let everything. I've just now switched my mindset from being competitive to just I want to learn as much as possible. Yeah. I know I'm talented already. I, I can pick up things and I say that humbly, but I let the, I don't try to compete with people anymore. Just for me, and when I go to that learning mindset, it allows me to want to be around the best of whatever yeah. I'm trying to do, and it's uh it's helped me tremendously with that, but it will help you getting with somebody that really can look at you and they could they'll fix it just like it'll save you so much time and energy of
2: it would be nice I'm stuck at being at the places where I am and then I can't like travel because I live like north of Los Angeles so it's I'm not in like the main part where everybody is And like there are trainers like him in the gym, but I'm not gonna book them for training. I could teach myself. You could find I feel like
0: you could just put a thing out and get a trainer online pretty (laughs) if you just like made a demeaning tweet to like somebody like I want a hot six foot five (laughs) South (laughs) African male trainer at my house tomorrow at seven AM. Like you'll probably have a line out the door.
2: Oh, they wouldn't let them in my house, though. Don't forget. that.
0: You got it. Or at the whatever gym and, and so whatever. You can go to the gym. Meet at the gym at nine a.m. and on the dot. And like
2: you've had a turn off. Yeah, you've been to.
0: I feel like you could really you could. That's not a that's not a tough sell.
2: It's not, but it's it's all their skills up to what I need. Yeah, you know.
0: No, and you're gonna get a few strays that show up there.
2: They're going to be like, I can train you. I'll be like, okay, where do we start? <laughs> well, first of all, you get naked
0: love. <laughs> the guy that looks like the movie from uh, Adam Sandler, the uh, Billy Madison, The Blob, the big heavy guy shows up with your panties over his face. And...
2: <laughs> some some of them have got my panties. So, you know, I've sold quite a few worn pairs of panties. I do sell them to...
0: Where do you sell those at?
2: Um, I, there's an auction site, but people... Um, I, I I will sell them. Um, a lot of the time I talk to people mainly on OnlyFans. Yeah. So OnlyFans.com slash Tanya Tate. Get on there because there's... It's um, very
0: aggressive, Tanya. So Your demeanor. Get on there.
2: Get on there. send me a direct message. And if you want to buy me knickers, let me know. And you can tip me on there.
0: OnlyFans is the place to be. I see all these girls doing it on social media now. Yeah. I've lost a lot of money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on it. It's like... <laughs> I, I'll I'll be i I'll be I need to go to your bathroom before I leave.
0: No, you're not allowed, Tanya. I'll, I'll
2: be like ten minutes in your bathroom. <laughs> Don't look at me OnlyFans <laughs> next week and be like, recognize that wall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you'll just say like a few noises coming from upstairs in your bathroom. <laughs> well, that's what I do, you know. You get me all turned on with sit, sitting there talking about your like stomach and you know, I
0: haven't talked about my stomach. You just brought it back up again, Tony. You keep going back to the. Ups. Well,
2: this is this is what happens, and so later on, I'm going
0: to get a seven-hour podcast. With you. It. I love that. My favorite thing is when people say, "Like, I don't know if I could." Like, you didn't say this on this one, but I've had people like, "I don't know how long." Like, I don't know. I go, "Trust me, we we will go however long I think." Like, I can keep, I can talk to my, I talk to myself on my YouTube, and it's like people are thinking it's like, I just got my silver play thing and toot my own horn. That was for the 100,000, but I think we're up to like Ooh. almost 170 now.
3: Oh, wow. In well, like six congrats. months
0: or five months. Wow. Great. Me just doing videos fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it, my supplement sales, 50% of my YouTube audience is now my supplement sales. Nice. Crazy. So I put a video of me eating a cheeseburger and it goes right to the supplement sales. But I, I try to do talking on it to, like positivity, and it's not, I don't want it to be about it's not the food, it's the message, and it yeah. leads to the podcast and everything else. But it's just all one big funnel funneling, yeah. But the <laughs> key funnels. word in all of this, ladies and gentlemen, is fun.
2: Fun, fun. fun. It I'm is.
0: having fun,
2: it is, and you know what? I have fun as well. Like, so, so, what kind si- of fun do you have? No, the same here listening. So, we're talking about me, only fans, onlyfans.comslash. It's my name, you know. It's I. I like it. Um, on Instagram and Twitter. what do you charge on there? Um, go and take. Can a we look. talk? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like
0: just go and take a look. You don't don't. Do if it. I was gonna make one, you know, we can't talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we can, we
2: can. I don't want
0: to no, know. I, I. I'm sorry. I didn't. Make
2: I. One. I because like, they, they might be like it's only four ninety
0: nine. If I charge four
2: ninety nine, no, if I more. charge
0: no, that's that's no. I see. I think you're smart, by the way, because that is. I see all these people and what they do, and they, I could tell certain people will try to charge too much. You're better off cuz if you're going to do that and put out content, you want just think about it. If you did 99 cents, how many people actually have 99 cents yeah. is way more and they're more prone like I see cuz Phoenix I've talked to like people and I see like not Phoenix but they charge like 49.99 or 39.99. I go you're limiting yourself so much on that. Yeah. You're putting that content out a- already as it is. Yeah. Like you're going to get people that It would just you can sustain that they can they can everyone can afford that.
2: I I I do have a lot of followers on there, you know, Um, and they come on and they message with me, and they know I know they're going to be seeing your bathroom. Yeah. Can I say this? Wait, He's like, wait, what the fuck? Huh? <laughs> bathroom masturbation video. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you. Just...
0: just with all the positive quotes on the wall in there.
2: Got, I don't I even know Ryback's what it's bathroom. like. I don't even know what it's like in your bathroom.
0: I got a lot of that. This is a big house. Upstairs. I'm gonna.
2: You can put me in any bathroom you want. You can,
0: there's, there's bigger ones. That's the <laughs> best one. you a You can bring, if you want to bring the Ryback action figures in. They, they...
2: That's cheating me. I mean, I'm thinking <laughs> of you Ryback right now. Oh, can I have one of your t-shirts? I can be like smelling it as.
0: We'll get you the whole deal.
2: You know, we've we've got to make it as authentic as we can. Absolutely. Um. So if you know if you can't afford four ninety nine, but you still want to listen, you can actually. I do a call in show every week as well. So I get the
0: vivid, oh, is this the, vivid
2: radio the, vividradio the t- dot com Sirius XM channel four one five get on there Tanya Tate show every Tuesday one p.m. West four p.m. East what are you talking about I am about? there whatever the question of the week is um, so you're
0: there specifically for the question of the week this segment or is it the uh, whole no
2: I I make it, it the out? question I make it the question of the week okay so the question of the week um I don't even know what what was last week's oh, one of the recent ones um who would you like to unwrap underneath your Christmas tree you know who and, did you say well it's not up for me to say it, it's up for them the callers girls boys they call it ah. and then they tell me who they would like to unwrap underneath their christmas tree a lot of it was me of course you know because they're talking to me a lot of my fans Um, so it's it's always nice it, you know sometimes it's like you know if you could meet someone your favorite porn star at an adult convention um, what would you be thinking about doing to them as you were saying hello you know they come up they come and say hello we're at the convention and it's very very polite but they're not really thinking about hello they're really thinking about i'd love to just strip you naked right now i don't know are there, they i think so. they're
0: so nervous that they can't even think straight <laughs>
2: Afterwards I, then.
0: I think, yeah, <laughs> I think it's like then, later. What about
2: afterwards, afterwards? I think it's then. just like
0: nothing going on in the brains as they're meeting. <laughs> they're just like sweaty hands and profusely sweating.
2: I do have a few sweaty ones. The worst ones are the sweaty ones that want to like.
0: Oh, I, oh. Ugh.
2: And then do You it's ever get like, the
0: B.O.? The people that yeah, smell and, like absolute and, shit. And, and
2: then afterwards you go.
0: Yeah, it stays on you. I've had that. I, I can't tell you. You
2: guys have a shower before you come meet us.
0: Nothing I, offends me any more than this. I'm actually mad now talking about this. It, I've had it is.
2: It sticks on your clothes yes. and your hair and you keep going. Ooh.
0: Have you ever at the gym? I walked into a gym over in another country once. The entire gym. Nobody owned deodorant in the entire gym. I walked in. I go, fuck this. I walked right out. I didn't work out that no, day. I, don't, I, I couldn't. It, it I was, don't like smells. The entire gym smelled like you just yeah. fucking. Worked out mine for smells, three weeks straight, and mine
2: smells of deodorant. I
0: just, I, I'm actually clean right now. The uh, my, the uh, I tried. I did a stint with natural deodorant for a while on the road because I was like natural deodorant oh it sucks it doesn't work
2: i i I had to
0: go to a gas station and buy a speed stick to have. i go i smell i can't do this i'll tell
2: you now when i was when i was doing the ivf i i it was so difficult to to get pregnant and i i did a million things i was a specialist doctor they were lowering my immune system they were giving me plasma infusions this i i went to mexico and they injected someone else's blood into my arm they didn't do it here um, Ooh, like, wow! Like so, my body would get um, immune to the other person's cells that were going inside me. I I did everything, and so this like I had this like big long sh- like list, and one of them was like um, about your toiletries. So it was like you know none of that, um, not like as natural as you could. Yeah. So like no none of the is it the zinc in all the, um, of it? The, yeah, they take all that out, and yeah. I had some stick, and I would put it on, and I'd be like an hour later, I stink of bio. And I'd I'd have a shower. It's the worst. But, um, This natural deodorant, whatever it was, smell me armpits an hour later, and be like, I feel I feel disgusted. If like, somebody I could
0: make a natural deodorant dink. that works, they would be a, a billionaire. I've not I've tried so many, and the, the with the baking soda, it, they don't work. I've had real deodorant setter, like because I if I'm going hard, like I gotta go shower because it's just I have a good one now. The, the I got a secret, like for a man, the one that works the best. Brodus? I don't know if it was. I don't want to throw Brodus under the bus because I can't remember if it was him. I
2: think mine's secret. I think mine is secret.
0: See, it's secret. That's the one. Not
2: that, the gel one.
0: No, the, the white, white stick or, one. That okay, one. That one. No joke.
2: Me. I vanilla flavor. Yes. <laughs> oh
0: my god! Did we just become best friends?
2: Yep. <laughs> I didn't look in your bathroom first. But that is what I use. That's what
0: I use. No joke. I don't give a shit. It's the only one. And that I, works it, for me. And I, there's other. Like a lot. I even the the clinical ones. It's like they'll work for a bit, but. Because, like, even today, I went and did my cardio, and then dead, on the deadmill, these sprints, just all out. And, like, I was sweaty. I changed my shirt, but, like, it's nothing. That's secret. You,
2: yeah, you, you smell nice.
0: My pheromones are probably strong. That's what it, That's what it is. What uh, I was going to ask you before, because uh, I want to ask you about one other thing, but the uh, – I just recently – I'm on day three of – I have gave up animal protein, I had a Austin, you know, Austin Aries. he was with WWE. Mm-hmm. He's full-blown vegan and came on here. He's on, I was on the show and uh, I, that's the one thing I kind of always avoided. I never wanted to know about it. Yeah. And, but I've really been on this thing of just constantly improving and doing all this other stuff. And I already eat a lot of vegetables and like I eat rice and I just had the whole protein thing was kind of a, I just never looked into it. And I go. Yeah. Let me look into this actually. And I started, and he gave me his book, and I watched a couple things. I
2: just saw his book yeah. on your table.
0: I got an extra one if you'd like to read. He gave me two of them. Oh, if you,
2: really?
0: Oh. Great book if you'd like a cup. Thank you.
2: I will take it. Thank oh, you. Great Austin guy. Aries. He, he's <laughs> the greatest
0: man that ever lived. That's his moniker. Do,
2: do you know what? I, um, I, I was reading your post. And if you were talking about the food that you were eating, yeah, and like people were like, "Why are you cutting out animal fats and And I was I, there's there's a lot of like good things that I've been seeing lately online, and i I'm a really really picky eater, yeah, but I don't think I don't think I eat enough, and I don't think I eat enough protein, and I got like protein powered and I thought oh, I'll have it, but I forget I forget to do me protein I yeah. protein well, protein's
0: very important, but I think like for me, I was consuming so much. I used to eat so much meat and I still was. And I cut down on that over the years and, and put more chicken in. But
2: chicken I was baby. just eating
0: such a large amount throughout the day and with my foods. But I'm so health conscious. And I looked and I started reading about this stuff with inflammation. So I think it's all about balance still. Mm-hmm. I think if I was consuming just a little bit here and there, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm talking almost every meal. And so the inflammation properties of it, And I go, you know what? I'm just going to cut it all out because I found that beyond meat stuff, I actually really like it. Mm -hmm. And then I found that the protein, my meals that I was doing, it was a really easy switch. I bought a hemp protein powder taste. The hemp protein I bought tastes like shit, but it's, I'm only doing one shake a day on that anyways, but it's a full amino acid uh, profile protein. So I go, oh, this is actually really easy to do. It's not nearly as difficult as I thought. I eat food for energy anyways. I don't really eat for pleasure. I go, you know what? If I do want to do a cheat meal for my Ryback TV, I'll go have a a, a hamburger. I'm not going to worry about it, but I'm not going to do it all the time like I was multiple times a day. And I'm going to go get blood work done and see uh, where everything is because I always like to confirm things. But I'm on day three and I feel like... Great. Like, I don't feel like I'm not...
2: I'll be, ask, I'll be asking him for hints later. I'll take that book.
0: But I've not Yeah, I'll give you the... It's a great book. I'm, like, halfway through. He left me two of them, so... Take
2: a picture of me holding it before you...
0: Leave oh, he'll it love that. You. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll be happy with that. Be,
2: I'll be like, look what Ryback's... Right <laughs>
3: so, Thank
0: the... You. And I did want to ask you, too. So, what's the deal? So, because I told you, I've never... Those fleshlight deals that people have. Like, <laughs> I'm over here... Like, I've never the... Like giving up porn essentially, but I feel like those things would be good for guys because it kind
2: of s- simulates,
0: uh, kind of, right?
2: Okay, so flashlight. fleshlight, oh. if anybody doesn't know what a fleshlight is, it's a man's a toy and a guy can put themselves in it and it's like a skin-like, it's kind of like squishy. Remember those like things that you used to throw at the wall when you were a kid and <sighs> they've come down and they're all... Yeah, like, yeah, oh wow, that's, yeah. that's what it feels like, but it's not that sticky. Um, and so you can go inside and at the end there's an adjustable cap so you can tighten it or loosen it depending on how much air and how tight that okay. you want it. Um, and so I have one basically made... That Wait, it's like the mold oh, in my no, vagina.
0: But you can tighten it and loosen it depending on how big you are. It's not, if you want more air, like, you were so nice with that, Tanya. You, <laughs> you could have just literally, guys with small dicks, you tighten it up a little bit. Guys with bigger dicks, you do, like, you You couldn't have made, hey, you can tighten it or loosen it if you want a little more air in there.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, you know, not everybody's, like... Well, I, I don't think you'd actually fit in it if you were that big. Sometimes That'd be like guys, a, a
0: guys some
2: guys would be like, I don't fit in it, and I'm like, um, no, you're just lying. Like yeah. I am sure everybody fits in it. But I've got my own sleeve, which is a, a royal a royal fleshlight, you know, coming from England. They,
0: this is like an extravagant one. It's
2: an extravagant one, yeah. I say it feels like velvet when you go inside. Where and do you it, get those at? Um fleshlight.com. Fuck dot com. They'll take you straight to my page.
0: Oh, really? You? Oh, you're smart.
2: <laughs> you got to make it as easy as possible. One click.
0: But they're going to remember, too. And
2: you're there. Fucktanya.com. And, like, some guys are like, oh, can I fuck you? Can I take you home? Yeah. Fucktanya.com. And they're like, oh, And then they go, oh, I am in the real thing. I love how
0: they, yeah. Uh... I was like,
2: but I want the real thing. Well, that's the next best thing, you know? And uh,
0: The it, things you guys have to deal with with people. I talk to Phoenix about this all the time. It's...
2: <laughs> I Oh, well, it's cute, really. You know, like, a lot of guys... Like, oh, girls, that's their fantasy to be with you, to fuck you, you know? They
0: have a, such a strong relationship. That's what I was talking about, like, with the porn addiction and the neural pathways. They have a stronger relationship with you, probably, than they do with real people. Like, as far as in most of their some life. people. Yeah, not all of them, but some, yeah. yeah. It's where it's I, I extreme.
2: Can, I, can, I can imagine, you know? But it, it's like, you have to give them a little bit of everything, you know? Whatever yeah. that you can to, like, you know... you're giving
0: them
2: the whole deal (laughs) they've got this dirty talk they can have the one on one with me on the OnlyFans you know text can. so you can have a little bit of everything you just can't you just like you know let's be real guys and girls you can't go and pick up a porn star and take her home and bang her unless she's on a certain website that I'm not on you know some some girls do illegal stuff you know Um, that's not me you know um, so this, so you have to give them a little bit of everything, and then at the same time being conscious that you've got to get your body back and you've got to get it looking good. So you, with me, with my clothes on, it it's, it looks like it was. I take my clothes off; it's nearly as it was. You know, I I, I was saying I'd come little,
0: on, sell yourself here. No, you're being very no. very modest here.
2: No, I I want my boobs redone. Yeah, just because pregnancy and breastfeeding, they um they're not as perky as they used to be so you're not going to
0: fool me you're not going to get me to look down tanya you notice you, i kept that eye contact <laughs> i have that laser that. He's,
2: he's waiting for his um only <laughs> masturbation vacuum scene that's why you asked how much it was i love people
0: <laughs> people can literally be texting you on your website on your OnlyFans, and with their fleshlight just yes. going to town with full a pair of, interactive with experience a pair of
2: knickers that have worn over the face
0: all over their face like this is it's the full like, Tanya Tate interactive full, experience. You, you
2: can get everything. Absolutely everything.
0: You need TanyaTate.com also, right?
2: TanyaTate.com as well, yes. That yeah. is my website that's got a lot of when I when there's a load of boy girl stuff, girl girl stuff, you know. Yeah. Um
0: What do you prefer? Depends on mood.
2: You know? Some guys. It's just good. all depends. You know, and there's so You
0: play many... You play many... Like you said, you're not limited to, like, the wrestling. You play many characters.
2: Yeah. You know, and you can play with a dick or a pussy. It's if, if the other person knows how to pleasure you and they want to be with you, you know, there's a lot of times when you go to set and you're thinking, oh, God, I, I hope this person's into it. And you get there and you're like, uh, Jeff oh, you're again. like... You're like, yeah, the chemistry's here. And then <laughs> there's other times when you're being on set, and you're like, this girl does not want to be down there. So I'm like, okay, bitch, go down there.
3: More aggressive. And like you, you're-
2: you just pull it out, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna boss you around and get myself off that way instead of you just being like, oh, I don't really like pussy, and I'm gonna show it for the camera. No, you fucking are, because I'm gonna stick your head inside me, pussy.
0: You're very and aggressive, Tyler. It's, it's
2: it's well, it it doesn't exactly come across like that. on the camera like there was one time and there's a girl and she she was playing it we we were supposed to be like a really nice and soft and gentle and lovey-dovey kind of website and so you go on you go shoot for them you know what you're shooting and she come in like playing some kind of like hardcore like she was with some guy like some how dare she and, and i was just like this is not working for this company i've shot many scenes for them and like, it was a case of like, I was trying to sit back up and she was like trying to push me down. So I was thinking, okay, I'm trying to sit back up and she's trying to push me down again. And so she did, she did it to me again. And I literally got all by the throat, like that. And I just went, I went, you do that to me one more time. that," And she just went, she didn't do it to me again. Match. She she didn't do it to me again, but it's it's like you know if you're if 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 you know you've got to be doing a certain thing with someone yeah, and they're going off not working script, together.
0: It's like a wrestling you, match where you're yeah, not working together not it gets really ugly. Really
2: you, quick. You're like you know, dude, what are you doing? You know, this you need to get back in check again. So so there are times like that, and then after that, because I was just like quite teared on with the fact that I just like you know a little bit of domination. Aggressive. You have a
0: dominant personality at times. I do. Yeah. I
2: do, I quite like that. Like you look at me and you think, "Oh, I look what a nice heavy.
0: little what a nice little girl from from the UK." Just a little little, yeah, little lo- London lovey dovey,
2: and like so nice. But then you know, you are though. That
0: is part of your personality. Yeah,
2: I, I am, and I in in real terms, like real life, I am yeah. a nice person as well. You know, um,
0: you you adjust to your environment, and yeah,
2: I do. But I, you know, I got my little kicks by getting that aggressive. I don't know, like dominating. me.
0: That's still. called just being yourself, though. When you're comfortable, like. Just being where some people like put up a front on all areas of their life. You know what I mean?
2: I'm just like, if if someone wants me to be something that day and I'm like, okay, I've got to get into it. It's like, you know, someone suddenly comes on and they send me a dick pic. I'm like... What the, like what? What am I supposed to do with a dick pic? Come on, let's get warmed up. Let's yeah. start working with each other. Let's get nice and turned on, and then ask me, and then send it, and send it with a tip, and I'll take a nice little good. Just part don't go for look. broke right away. Yeah, just like you. There's there's a little bit of foreplay still that you've got to do online, you know. Unless you're just one of those. You guys control
0: it. It's your site. You gotta you gotta you gotta condition them, Tanya. It's, it's like the positivity on the in the YouTube the comments. Of,
2: the power of positivity. Oh, my YouTube channel, Tanya Tay Tube.
0: I forgot to mention Yes,
2: mention that. Um, subscribe. I just subscribed it's... to
0: you today, actually, when I saw it. and the... <laughs>
2: Family-friendly. Family-friendly. Well, it's
0: YouTube. News. You have to be.
2: Well, yes, you do have to be, but um, people can come in with non-family-friendly comments. Yeah. You know, it's family-friendly from my point of view and
0: from your point of view. That's where, so essentially, people that come to your YouTube keep it classy, bitch.
2: Yeah. 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 Or you'll just get kicked out.
0: Yeah. It. No, that's what I... It's like... I agree. You have to on that. So, I ask Tanya, everyone that's on here. This has been a lot of fun. You can talk a lot. You, Are you can
2: sure, this Are you is, sure, absolutely. From the very beginning, with like with saying, "Get down on your hands and knees and take your top off." No, that was more.
0: Yeah, they, the John stuff made my day. That <laughs> set the tone for the rest of the show for me personally. The uh, I always ask everybody that's on this show for one piece of advice to the listeners that has helped you the most in your life, whatever that is. It could be a positive message, but. One piece of advice that has helped you the most that you would want to leave the listeners.
2: Surround yourself with positive people. That That's, you know, just avoid the drama. Surround yourself with positive people and teamwork. Take advice from good people, successful people.
0: I love it. That's, I preach that all the time. That's what and I've gotten rid of some negative people I had. And oh, mine's this is why we get along. This is like
2: great. same deodorant. Yeah.
0: yeah, this is, we came, we became best friends on this show. <laughs> you guys witnessed it. The, no, but it's a very true thing that with two with people. And, and it doesn't mean that they're bad people necessarily, but if they don't fit in with your life or mindset, um, it does. And it detracts from what you're doing and they have a lot of negative self-talk and they create a lot of problems. That becomes your problems, and it.
2: Does you get you? You feel heavy. Yeah. You feel like you take on their problems, and
0: you do. I though that energy yeah. is is shared. I don't want to
2: take on anyone else's problems, uh-huh. unless it's like someone that's really close to me, and like they're yeah. going through a bad time, and yep. I want to support them. Yeah, you know. But in in choice, just people in general. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need negativity. I no. don't need drama. There's
0: too much of it out there. It's, I,
2: I don't have time.
0: Nobody time. does, it's and it's, it's a, it. That's why I say it's a mindset thing, though. And it's good that you're aware of that. And I think that's a great great message to go home it on. It
2: definitely is. I think you should all take that bit of advice away. They'd be like,
0: and oh! shove it,
2: <laughs> shove it right up your, ear.
0: shove it right up my flashlight. <laughs> 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 all right, Tanya. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to have you, you are on the very show.
2: welcome. So just to make sure that you are all following me on my social media at yes. Tanya Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tanya Tate Tube. If you can't wait to get to tech, talk to me, text me, call me, text TanyaTate.com. And of course, I do have a weekly show on Vivid Radio, VividRadio.com, SiriusXM, Channel 415. You can call me. It is free to call me up. It's on an American number. So, you know, a lot of listeners will be able to call me for free. Just, you can find all the information for everything on my Instagram, I guess, at TinyTate. Just make sure you follow me and thank you for having me on.
0: No, thank you very much, Tanya. It's been a pleasure. And guys, we'll be right back after these messages. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now, Real Good Foods also has their new poppers which are a super low carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low carb, grain free, gluten free and keto friendly. Most items have as low as three to four grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of RealGoodFoods.com. Real Good Foods, Feed Me More! What's going on guys? The Big Guy Ryback here with Feed Me More Nutrition. Check us out on feedmemore.com or Amazon. You can actually save 10% on FeedMemore Nutrition at feedmemore.com with discount code podcast10. $1 of every sale on the website goes towards Three Square in feeding the homeless. We have our new fruity cereal, I So Hungry, our mango candy, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, and our Brain Feed Brain Support. We have supplements for men and women using only stevia and monk fruit. No aspartame, no sucralose, no artificial colors. We have something for everybody, guys. Get hungry, stay hungry, feed me more. All right, it's that time. Once again, my favorite part of the show, The Wrestling Report with Raj Geary. How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing good. Getting ready to go overseas for a couple of weeks, so I haven't started packing yet. So I need to start doing that.
0: It's going to be lonely over here. I'm going to have to find a replacement for the wrestling news here. So this is <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to Skype with you over in India. I don't know if that will go over too well. So
1: yeah, we're we're in a pretty. You know what? I might actually be able to do it. I'll let you know. Uh, but uh, I know I feel yeah. like your
0: wife will not like that. She wants you probably on the vacation and. Talking wrestling with Ryback over there, I think that, that might that might get you a little
1: heat. Well, it'll be the evening there when they're the kids ah. are going to sleep anyway. So you know, it, I, you know what? Let me look into it because we're at a nice hotel which has really good internet. So. I've been
0: there; those those nice hotels do. They're actually it, it's it's a nice experience over there. So
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, heading to India on Sunday.
0: <laughs> good. Deal. Well, hopefully that all goes well, and uh,
1: happy holidays over there, and. Yeah, and happy holidays to you, since I won't see you next week. Absolutely. Hey, I guess this you. is the last one before Christmas.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I always have to keep that in mind whenever we record, because uh, the show always drops Monday. We always record on Fridays right. and stuff. Sometimes we'll do a story, and then it'll come out, and then the story will get altered by the time I go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I've seen it yeah. on a couple and of And then those. people
0: think I'm just out of touch. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. I'm like, no, we've recorded this before <laughs> the, the thing came out, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. What's going on this week? Yeah, speaking of which, uh, with the the story, uh, we talked last week about Bobby Roode and uh, Primo Cologne were both suspended for 30 days uh, due to a wellness policy violation. We still don't know what Bobby Roode was suspended for. But Primo, um, he spoke openly. uh, He did an interview with Primo Ora, uh, and he said that uh, his suspension was not due to a drug test failure. But because he didn't travel back to the United States from Puerto Rico to take the test that WWE required. Apparently, he said that he was in Puerto Rico and uh, they called him telling them that he had to travel back to the US for a doping test. Now, obviously, he hasn't been used on television a long time. Uh, Primo said that he was in Puerto Rico. He's willing to go to a place that they chose to test him without any problem. But he was not going to pay to fly himself out just to get tested for doping. he said he expected some sort of direction from WWE on where the test would take place and, and where he needed to show up. Said he didn't hear anything from the company about it. And he thought they were going to call, you know, and, and set that up. After two months, uh, he said he got a letter that he was suspended because he refused to take the test. And he said he was that is not correct. He was out of the country, but he was available. And uh, he was not happy uh, that, you know, people were thinking that he failed. Uh, you know, he tested positive. Um you know, for doping uh he said you know they do their doping tests at events we talked about this a lot uh, last week uh he said he talked about how they collect the urine of wrestlers referees once a month but he was in puerto rico and his he said that his reputation is worth more than any check so he also said that his contract expires in october of 2020 and he is willing to do whatever they want you know while he's under contract with them that is
0: so And he's telling the truth on all of that. I'm sure. Now, as far as the details go, obviously that between him and WWE, they—I find this disturbing on on multiple levels. That this is—that's the kind of thing when that comes out, and where your reputation because you got to. So he. They WWE suspends him. We, we've we talked about it in the past how communication with WWE can be horrendous at times. The fact that they wanted him to, if, if, if he's telling the truth on this, this is just me reacting to this, that if he, they wanted him to fly himself to the United States to take a drug test when he's been in Puerto Rico for how long now? And he's not even on the, being used uh, on television in a role for him to do a drug test at one of their facilities, and them not even going to pay for that, and let alone not communicate that, and then two months later just suspend him. See, here's the thing: that if that went down that way, or say he say he did refuse, to WWE wanted to fly him in and they were going to pay for it, and he just refused, and say that was the case. That still needs to be made clear that if you are going to suspend him, you need there needs to be a phone call from the company to notify of him that that's what's going to happen. And then there needs to be a press release that he didn't actually fail the test for for a banned substance, that it was over, over what happened. That needs to be communicated so that that guy doesn't get a bunch of bad press and then have fans breathing down his neck. You cheater, you drug abuser, whatever the case may be. So can like, that's where I get angry with WWE, with how unprofessional they are on so many different levels that they will expose a talent like that they, they truly don't care about anyone it, it's really really frustrating that that test that is supposed to be for the talent they say it's for so the, the fbi or the, not the fbi the government doesn't breathe down their neck with the whole steroid thing and they put their little plan in place it's absolute bullshit like that that now i'm, I'm all like i get if you don't go do a test and you're under contract and you refuse to take a test like you should be suspended if that if that is the case, and that it's happened before in the state, over like if you're wherever you're at, and if you can't be at a location and, and something happens, and you're avoiding a test, like you need to be suspended because under the guidelines, that's that's what's in place. This particular situation, though, and a guy like that who's been not been used good, but he's always been a company guy and he's always done everything they ask, and he's been there for a very long time. That should Fans should be outraged over this that WWE operates like this. And I'll, I'll speak up for guys like that all day long because guys like him are, are, are key pieces in that company on helping them build talent over the years with no ego and, 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 and sacrificing money over time to help other guys get pushes and whatnot. And then they realize, oh, he doesn't have a lot of value. First, we can throw him under the rug. Fuck him. It's bullshit, man.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you think would have been the right thing to do there? WWE just find a place for him to get tested or Puerto fly Rico
0: back yeah. to the U.S.? Yeah. There's no doubt they, they could have called it another agency. They, they, you're going to tell me that the, you can't find a drug testing facility in Puerto Rico that can collect his sample and send it over to the United States overnight it? Right. 100% they could do it. And let's be honest, their drug testing ain't fucking USADA. And USADA's the shits at times on different things. Like, there's... Why wouldn't that be an option? It's them to, to in my opinion, it's they wanted to pop him if they realized like, in, in the they're, the fact they're not wouldn't pay for a plane ticket back if that was the case. that is really absurd to me that the the talent is they're requiring him to fly himself back to the states. yeah, a, a multi company where they, they're gonna have a billion dollars in revenue won't fly one of their talents in for a drug test, which that's mm. going to be a huge inconvenience as it is. Like, there's something weird about the whole thing, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Now, we've heard in the past, WWE, as they did with Luke Harper, uh, you know, with the revival, they'll tack on time if you miss time due to an injury. Uh, I'm assuming they could probably do that with the suspension as well, right? Or uh, do you know that?
0: That is, so that is a really good question that I actually don't have the answer to. And I I will say, though, that during a suspension, your pay is stopped. Mm -hmm. So you're not actually collecting pay. So I don't know. Whereas on an injury, you get injury pay right. usually when you're out injured. So I don't know if that is if that carries over uh, in regards to a suspension. I would imagine I, w- I would like to say it wouldn't, especially mm-hmm. if it's only thirty days. But if we we know how WWE operates, it's very possible they very well could. But at the grand, it, if it's thirty days, it's not that big of a deal. Anyways, it's not like if you're out for eight months and they tack that on that, that, that
1: is a significant amount of time. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of contracts coming up, uh, Matt Hardy's contract is scheduled to come up in February. Uh, He's, Returned to Raw basically since uh, him and Jeff were stripped of the tag team titles after Jeff was injured earlier this year. I believe that was in April. Um, they had just won the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. He hasn't been used. Uh, they started using him again on Raw pretty much as an enhancement talent. Uh, he's just been getting squashed. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Drew McIntyre, he was a, a part of the gauntlet match last Monday and uh, he didn't score any pins. He was beaten pretty quickly by Ricochet. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt Hardy's got a lot of name value, always uh he he does a lot of stuff reinventing himself over and over. Uh Bully Ray on the Busted Open uh radio podcast, he talked about Matt Hardy's current position and he seemed to suggest it didn't have to do with his contract coming up, but more because he feels like Matt is being punished for what Jeff Hardy has done. Now you'll see, like with the Usos, Jimmy Uso he had the DUI back in July. Uh Jay Uso hasn't been used, uh, during, you know, along with Jimmy since that time, and neither has Naomi. Um, anyway, Bully Ray feels like uh, uh, Jeff uh, getting in trouble is uh, is what WWE is using to punish Matt, and uh, whereas they didn't do the same thing for Jeff. When Jeff would get in trouble, he would come back and they would they would push him to the moon. So. Um, Yeah, he he seemed to call out WWE for how uh, Matt is being booked. So, and and, and, uh, they certainly isn't doing uh, Matt
0: any favors, that whole situation. Uh, I would say, though, in my personal opinion, based off of the history of Matt Hardy and how they have booked him in the past, that they've always viewed Jeff as the bigger single star uh, in the company's eyes, or they've at least used Jeff in in better roles uh, for the the most part, I feel like. Matt... to say, I, I do think the contract thing is a huge thing. And, and when Matt left, and this is how Vince and them operate. And I can tell you, it happened to me when I was there, when I went and re the contract and they put the IC title on me to get me to be a mark and sign their little cheap contract. And then when that didn't happen, they started downgrading me very slowly to try to get me to be a mark and say, no, 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 I want you guys to let me win. I'll sign whatever you want. I'll sign everything over. They already know Matt is, can get himself over and that Matt can go somewhere else. And get himself over. So this is how they operate: is that rather than just keep him off TV, where he did the broken Matt Hardy stuff or the woken Matt Hardy, and he, just look at how where he was with all that, and now how, just how they just have down regulated him for no reason. And it, it makes sense that his contract's coming up because that's what they do: is they will lower your value on the way out, so that he it will make it harder for him to get himself over again uh, quickly and Not to say he's already done it before, and and whatnot leaving, but it's there's no coincidence in all that, and the Jeff stuff very well can be a part of that. I would never argue. Bowley's extremely intelligent, and he and he knows a lot that goes on. He's been around the business a lot longer than me, and he knows how things operate. I just can speak from my experience and see how they do things when your contract does come up. That that I would say that plays a big part in it as well. And but they they've never treated Matt like the the stars when he came back with the edge stuff and he had all that momentum and they had him losing and he, he looked, he looked, he didn't look great in that. And I remember being a younger and like, re- like that doesn't make sense. Like he, he had that momentum and that was not letting the guy win a big match when he had momentum and stifling everything. And they've Jeff has gone and does his thing. And then he comes back. They've always get treated Jeff more in that inner circle than Matt, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: so Yeah. Um, so we'll see. His contract's up February 2020. Obviously, uh, you know, uh that broken gimmick was a big hit outside of WWE. So that's always something he can bring back. And he's smart not to do it. Let's him like he
0: goes if you notice Matt that's Matt's a very extremely intelligent individual. he, he goes back to the old Matt Hardy that he was like back in his early days with WWE, if they're gonna start jobbing him out, because yeah. that's that persona and it's not the broken. Whereas if he Started doing that, like and that that's it's really funny that WWE if because it would be very obvious what they were doing if they did that and they wanted him to play that character and start jobbing it out, right. which I'm shocked they haven't done, but they'll yeah. do it in any way they can, and Matt could be very vocal on that, and but he's a smart guy, so it's just right. sad to see that that's the way. They operate, and we talked about it when I told you when I wasn't resigning. And Mark Carano said, "He goes, oh, you might want to sign the contract. We're gonna, we're gonna job you out. We're gonna pull you off TV, and we're gonna fire you if you don't." That was direct, direct from the company. Me, who was at a, a very good level at the point. So,
1: yeah. Um. Let's see here. Uh, the ratings. It was another. uh Another bad week for the ratings, uh, for the most part. Uh, the only one really would be NXT, um, which actually was up from last week, um, because WWE Backstage, we'll just get that out of the way real quick. That only drew 95,000 viewers, uh, it was down from last week's 127,000 viewers, which you know, CM Punk was on last week, uh, SmackDown. Let's see here. Smackdown.
0: Raj, would you tune into a show with me and CM Punk doing color uh, analyzing the show?
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. That would be uh, I think be that would awesome. be pretty
0: interesting, wouldn't it? Me and CM Punk and <laughs> fuck all these other people. They're just me and CM Punk analyzing the show. Fox really wants to get some ratings. I would come in for that for a week just to see. <laughs> that would draw I, ratings for sure. <laughs> I kid. You know what though? I wouldn't waste coming back on a backstage show at all. I think it would be... A, I get why Punk did it, and I think he's very creative for doing it. But it's—I yeah. uh, was thinking about that. I go, you guys want some ratings? That would be put me in Punk. I'll, I'll show up in a suit and uh, do a little, do a little analyzing of the show. Oh, uh, that would be <laughs> awesome!
1: I, yeah, I'd pay for that. I'd, I'd get that on paper. We may be able to get a pay per view out of that, Raj. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the bad ratings continue for some uh, for SmackDown. It did two point three three million viewers, the second lowest uh, since it moved to Fox. Um, basically really the lowest cause the, the, the other, the one show that did lower was Thanksgiving week. Uh, same thing for AEW. It was down quite a bit. NXT beating AEW for the first time, uh, since they started in, the 18 to 49 demo. Uh they beat it by 8% overall viewers. NXT has beaten uh AEW view 4 They did again by a lot. Uh 795,000 viewers for NXT, uh, only 683,000 viewers for Dynamite. Now this was up against the impeachment hearing stuff, uh the impeachment the impeachment story which dominated cable TV. Uh the, you know, it was like all the top shows were all news related. But uh Still, NXT, despite the impeachment story, NXT was still up from last week. Uh, They had a loaded show. AEW, um, it was their second lowest uh, viewership uh, outside of the Thanksgiving week. And also, it was their lowest ever in the 18-49 to demo. So, uh, a bad week for AEW, good week for NXT, especially considering the impeachment story.
0: Yeah, I think that is... uh... WWE is looking pretty good with a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon line now. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, And again, this is very early on. and I've talked about it in everything that AEW is doing. It's going to take time. WWE, this is what they did, and we talked about this, that whole Survivor Series thing and putting the NXT roster over on the main roster to elevate. And what they did is it didn't necessarily help the main roster any, But it did give the NXT a a little boost, and Mm -hmm. it might have been just enough to get people enough people to notice it from that watch the main shows that are now watching on Wednesdays that are now beating AEW. They I I'll give them credit, great move on it because like we talked about, they don't want AEW. They're making it as difficult as they can with NXT before they have to use the main the main shows uh, for that. So. I watched AEW. I don't watch NXT as much, and it's not nothing against. I just I, I prefer watching the larger crowds. Like yeah. I just like that atmosphere better, and, and yeah. whatnot. With that, um, I watched a good part of AEW, and um, I I don't. I feel like that, that the beginning steam is worn off from uh the the excitement, and now now we're, we're it's it's. It's just week to week of seeing how they're gonna build all of this. And they have my and we've talked about it. You can only get so much out of Jericho mm-hmm. with that. And as far as using the the guys that they have to get over main talent, because those stars that they have, they have to keep at a star level. Yeah. They don't have enough of them yet. And I think that's it. It's not this is it's not saying, Oh, they need me so bad, not even they just need they need some more stars. And I really, I I want them to succeed at this because of the guys they have, they have to elevate these young guys, but there's such a gap. Like when you have Jungle Boy and Jericho in there, and I thought that that was done. I tip my cap. That was done beautifully with that. And Jericho is such a great heel. And the, the way they put that whole thing together where it established that Jericho could have beaten him if he wanted to early on, but he chose to be the the piece of shit that he is in the ring and yeah. and keep going. And I'm speaking from a character standpoint. And then in Jungle Boy being that baby face and fighting from underneath and showing some life and coming back. And then Jericho wanting five more minutes just to really beat the shit out of him. And then Jungle Boy almost getting him again and Jericho walking off. Fantastic. That mm. that was that was pro wrestling at its finest. And I love that. But I do think there's such a gap, though, from Jungle Boy to Jericho still that there's a disconnect with a lot of people watching that, even though they did that as great as they could have. And there's other parts of the show that there's these gaps. Yeah.
1: They're just doing the best that they can. And, and I I want them – I just want them to get some more stars. In- and I feel like some of the stars that they do have, I feel like like a guy like Kenny Omega feels like – It's gone down. The, the smallest, uh, the, the least uh, super – I mean – uh the least of, he feels like what's what's the word? Uh, the less the less the least of a superstar he's felt like for in years. He doesn't feel as big a, a, of a star as he has, uh, you know, in the past couple of years. Uh, and he keeps coming down and they're pushing the dark order who the fans don't care about. And that ending when that's that's what you leave the fans off of, you know, while you're taking a week off, leaving with the dark order. No one cares. The AEW fans really want to like AEW. So they're not going to crap on it. Yeah. So they just stay silent. And it was just uh, it was just a big misfire, and I felt like it, you know get the stars that you have over to the new audience first uh, before trying to get too many people up.
0: Well, this yeah. is the problem we talked about with that they have. Try it's really really difficult to get new talent over. Usually, right. you, you limit it to one to two tops right. at, at any point in time. They're doing it for the majority of the roster, and like what so what they've done is, and this is, and I, I understand what they're doing. Right. With using, like, they're using Kenny Omega with Hangman Page and putting him in these different roles. Problem is, Kenny Omega wasn't over with the TV audience in the United States to the level that the, he needs right. to be yet. Which Same as the Bucks. Yeah. They just need to be on TV for, they need to do what they've done on TV for a period of time right. as what they did. And I understand what they're doing. And it's, and they, mm-hmm. they are, they're, they're being selfless and they, they are all great guys. And just from, it's just it, TV is a different animal and whatnot. And I thought the same thing looking at Kenny Omega is I go, it, he's come down somehow in all of this yeah. because it, that he hasn't been like a focal point necessarily. Um, the, 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 the thing with Moxley, they, that was, they had that big, that big match and, and Moxley came out on top, which I agree with uh, Moxley needed to on that, but that almost, you need, you need to put Kenny in a really, you got to get that back. Uh, mm-hmm. And something it, it's kind of, he's just doing some tags and stuff and he gets, it's, I don't know. There's just a. I understand what you're saying on that, and I agree. To, and it, it, but what do you do, like, with that? Like, the show needs to be closing with a Kenny Omega or or something, or the or the Young Bucks in a something really heated. I don't know, but I understand. Yeah. They're trying to get these new guys. Yeah, they're trying to just get some exposure to get everybody to a certain level as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's where I say you need some more stars. When with. Mm-hmm. with uh, I don't know. It just needs to be some more pieces figured in. Like, they're yeah. doing a fantastic job on everything. The people don't have to understand what they're up against with WWE putting all this stuff with them. Probably has caused things to get shuffled up a bit with with this and, and with them. And they're trying not to get too caught up in that and stay on their game plan. But at the same time, they too have to look at this and be like, okay, we need to make these adjustments, which I feel like they have an open mind to everything and they're going to make those adjustments as they Mm -hmm. go along so but nxt that with wwe they you're playing against the best
1: yeah and you mentioned i'm the same way i feel like just from a presentation standpoint aew is a lot easier to watch the lighting and and just the just how the show looks i think nxt if they upgraded their their look uh and i don't mean like having trons and screens on the ring apron and you know all that like raw and smackdown but just Lighting up the crowd, more you know, slightly bigger arenas, making it look like people are actually watching. Uh, that I think it can be uh, it can be a real, a real tough climb for AEW, but uh, you know, unless they get some key key signings.
0: Well, WWE too. The reason why, so they, they're, I'm sure they're very open to that, but you got to understand that's going to cost them more money. So mm. right now their thing is, well, how can we keep this exactly what it is? We'll save money and we beat this other show. And right. if they do that, then they don't have to change anything because they don't necessarily probably want to change anything right now with what they have but if aew is to start getting some stars and aew starts getting that 1.5 rating back or and starts building that rating over time WWE will do that I promise you they yeah. will because that will be their next step they're going they're going to realize that yeah it, it's very interesting with this I do think that aew and I, we've talked about this they need to get some some people from other organizations mainly WWE and I think they need to show them that it, it's not—it's not a WWE rejects place. It's not, man. It's what you fucking make it. You gotta right. be like, you gotta start, and you 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 can do it with anybody. And you reinvent some guys. You bring in a Luke Harper, and you put him in a good thing, and you make Luke Harper, and you let him go out there and work. But you put some character development time into him. It looks yeah. good because everybody, the fans know, the hardcore ones know Luke Harper can can go and do stuff. Right. Give him a platform. And I think that the, don't let that guy go to New Japan. No, you pick him up right away. And there, there's some other ones that are coming that I think is going to be key in all of this moving forward. Be like Jericho, man. And I love Jericho. And, and everything he does, the guy is a... He, he truly is one of the all-time goats in pro wrestling. Especially yeah. longevity and creatively of, of reinventing himself or finding things that he'll say something and it just gets over. He, he, might, he might be the all-time greatest at getting things over... And just random things and recognizing it and running with it. But you got to look at Chris Jericho is in the later part of his career. He has a family. He has kids that are all grown up. He he has Fozzie. He's how many times, how many hit books does the guy have? Like he's, he's done a lot of great things. I think physically, and we could all agree on this. I look at the show and I look at, I go, does Jericho have another year in him? I don't know. He, Cause he's going hard right now in life. And, he, and this is at the end of going hard his whole career. Correct. Does, is Jericho, and we look at, like, physically, Jericho's body has altered in the last six months, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's not enough. The guy is but, a fucking legend. But he's, the stress in the, they have put everything on this guy's shoulders at this stage of his career with not a lot of surrounding pieces as far right. as what he has achieved in pro wrestling. And Moxley's great, but Moxley's, no. None of us have the tenure that Jericho has, right? And, and, and the longevity that, and you look at the guy's body. It, to me, it, I look at, it, I go, his body's starting to break down now. He mm-hmm. held it together for so long, and he still looks physically amazing, and he can still go. My thing is, how long? You don't want to keep that stress on him for a prolonged period of time because you want to get more out of him. And you want him to, so, because he has a lot on his shoulders right now. And I could tell looking. And he's the man. And I love Chris. And I just bought some of his bubbly. So, but (laughs) you got to give the guy a little more. give, Give him a little help
1: with the pieces that you do have. So, yeah, yeah, he's it, it is a, a lot of times it feels like a one man show where there's a lot of good wrestling that is yeah. kind of forgettable and Jericho. Yep. Um
0: he's on a but, different level than everybody. He really is. And, I, and that's a compliment. It's not, not a knock on any other talent, but there's only so much that you could stretch that out for. And Chris knows it. And Chris knew the responsibility going over and he got the pay that he probably that really wanted. So and I, and I just want to see that that way. It's not always him every right. week and like using him to get other talent to a certain level, but he's done a great job to this point. I'm just saying you want to be able to prolong that with him for three years or whatever his contracts for, you don't want to burn him out in six more months and, and whatnot. So not to say that he will, cause he never has, but
1: yeah, yeah. And you made a great point about uh, you know bringing in other talent, and they're not going to be looked at WWE rejects it, 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 if you make them not look like that. I mean, could you imagine if WWE didn't sign Triple H or uh, Mark Calloway or you know or Kevin Nash because yep. they were WCW rejects? I mean,
0: that's the it, mindset they need to have: is we need to take this talent and just mold them a little differently and get them over because they have yeah. re- face recognition already, and that all comes down to your booking. And i it, it, it's now if you bring a guy in. If you brought Luke Harper in and just used him as the same like thing that he was doing and get him lost in the shuffle, well then you're gonna. That's what you're gonna get. It's not rocket science. So,
1: yeah. Uh, speaking of Undertaker, uh, Mark Calloway, uh, Sting did an interview with Sports Illustrated this week. Uh, he talked about the idea of stepping into the ring one more time. Uh, he, even though he's sixty years old, he said uh, he. had... Uh, retired in 2016 after a neck injury, but he said uh, he would be willing to accept one last booking if he had the chance to face The Undertaker, who's 54, at WrestleMania 36. He said, if there was a Taker situation at WrestleMania, I would listen to that phone call. I could get in condition and I could pull it off. Uh, So he, he thinks his career is done unless that Taker match was offered and it was given. Now, it's interesting that you kind of think about the two dream matches in, in wrestling in you know in the current era It's like uh Goldberg and Austin Sting and Undertaker Goldberg and Austin could have happened in uh 2004 Goldberg debuted the night after Steve Austin's last match you know they could have brought in Goldberg a month earlier to do that match with Austin Sting and Undertaker both wrestled on the same WrestleMania uh it was at WrestleMania 31 uh Sting you know lost to Triple H in his WWE debut while Undertaker beat Bray Wyatt they never made that match Fans still consider it a dream match. You think if Sting could go, you think WWE should make that match? No.
0: What I do think they should do is if they tease that they're going to do it and have that uh, encounter in the ring, and I think let those two tag up together for one last match, possibly against two young guys. Ah, that would be. I think that that is the best case scenario. Do not put that stress on those two at their age to go out there. We've already seen what happens with 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 two guys. And I think the sting undertaker matches may be a little different than the Goldberg undertaker match. Um, it, but we've seen what can go wrong
3: yeah,
0: it, with, with that. And I, and I think to, nobody wants to see that with those two, but I think if you give them two smaller young guys and let them have, we have the entrances and we have those two teaming together for one last WrestleMania, I think that is a very awesome, magical moment and it will give us the best chance to have a decent match um, and, and preserve everything in their legacies. So. Who would you put them against? <sighs> That's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> maybe a, a guy like you know an AJ Styles and a. It, it could be any two. An AJ Styles and Andrade, uh, whoever. Right. Just somebody. I'm talking guys though that that, that are physically work. on the smaller end compared to those two. That can bump and feed for them. That physically, those guys can still pick up even at their age and because pick like Goldberg and Undertaker, those are two huge guys. And Mm. you got to understand in the in physical conditioning and wrestling, father time never loses. It's you're you're never going to be the same as you are when you're younger. So, I think you could plug any two guys in there. Just smaller guys, you know, a Seth Rollins, a Seth Rollins, and an AJ Styles, like those two that we know that could work with them and, and maybe sting doesn't want Seth in there for that. I don't know, but guys of that nature.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of Andrade, you, you mentioned him, um, Steve Austin had big praise for Andrade. Uh, while he was spot- talking to sports illustrated this week, uh, he said that he thinks that he will be a player. One of these days, he said, he thinks that Andrade has proven that he still has a ways to go. He says, it's just, he just needs to tweak that character But he really praised him, saying he's a a hell of a damn worker. So you know, a praise from Austin is is never a bad thing. No, and he is, and I
0: I think when I watch him, and I I just he has a presence to him, and he conducts himself very well. That's a guy that needs creative to come through for him, and and again, he needs some storylines and presence and get some character development over time, and to be in the right angles and to win. Uh, matches at the right time. And, and I think if Steve is is spot on with all of that, it, it's hard to argue it, it, from a in-ring standpoint. Uh, we, we've seen throughout the history of wrestling, there's been a lot of guys that are great in the ring. And it's this just never fully came to the realization of, of what they could be. So that's where it comes with WWE to kind of make that whole thing happen. I think it would be great that you do that. I think you put him and Charlotte together together I would like to – I like when – I think that in this day and age not to do real-life stuff, w- which is known, I think it, you it's a miss because it's yeah. a disconnect for fans. That You know, they see them coming to the building together and leaving together and see them on TV or different things. Uh, they were on social media together. Like, but I don't know. Use yeah. that on TV. Like, Stephanie Triple H, that was on – that was good because it was – everyone knew it was real.
1: Right. And then
0: So – and maybe not don't do the Rusev stuff, but <laughs> in a different way, you know? Right. Because so I think that would elevate him. And I think they could have where it's Charlotte's been used so well over the years. Mm-hmm. And she being Ric Flair's daughter and, and all, the, all her accomplishments, I think it'd be a good way to put him more into the spotlight with her. You know, you do an angle where maybe he's a little jealous of, uh, of her successes as they're together over TV. And that's the character development stuff where you can start you could really sink your teeth into over time. So, but I agree with Stone Cold. I think great talent.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I apologize for the background noise. We just got a, we just got a Tesla and they're installing the, the, the charging stations. Oh, it's it's not too bad over here. So, (laughs) okay, cool. Uh, one of the buzzier stories on wrestling Inc this week, uh, it's kind of a minor thing, but it's kind of kind of amusing. And you're kind of involved in it. WWE released a, a top 10 video and uh, looking at the best debuts of the past decade. And one of them was the debut of The Shield. They debuted uh, Attacked You um, yes. at the Survivor Series in 2012. Uh, but the amusing thing during that video is they edited out Dean Ambrose's name. Uh, they specifically edited out his name uh, on the commentary. So... Uh, it's just one of those kind of petty little things that WWE does from time to time. Yeah, that
0: well I know when everything when I left, they came out with a book with the Shield. Like it, they did a, a like a cartoon comic thing with the Shield. Or I remember people were, were messaging me where they actually edited me out physically and put like a generic guy with like long hair and a singlet or something uh, was the one being power bombed. With no mention of my name or even presence, in that so it's not unheard of. It, it's just odd because you could see him clearly in the thing, but that's what they do. It, it little petty shit, man, and it, it's just they know because they notice just taking a little stab at him, and, and they they can say, "Oh, it was an accident. We didn't mean to do that, Hunter." Oh, that was I don't know how that happened, but I mean, <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing and all that, and they know that's gonna piss. Dean's gonna get a little irked off on it, and that's all that it is. It's just petty bullshit.
1: Yeah. Do you think that's more done to tell fans that they don't care about Dean, or is it done to take Dean off? I think both, uh. and it, I think
0: it's just they, they. But they don't. They don't care about anyone. Uh. They, they, it's not. This is this whole playground has been built just for Vince to make as much money as possible, and mm. the the fans are uh. starting to see that some of them. Once you, the wrestlers in it all realize it really quickly. It's all just a game. None of it makes sense. None of it matters. All that matters is how can he make as much money as humanly possible off the human lives that he has that are so devoted to pro wrestling. And that's all that the game is for him over there. That's it. There's no emotional connection. There's nothing. And he used those guys. He used those guys to make more money. And then he was like, all right, that's just, that's the little stuff that they do. Yeah.
1: Uh, a couple of other quick stories uh, uh, from Wrestling Inc. this week. One was uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, Stephanie McMahon saying that she will definitely be back, and that is the plan—is for her to return to WWE. Uh, they're not sure when and where. You know, Rousey has said in the past that she wants to, you know, have babies and and start a family. It's always left it open uh, about a potential return, but Stephanie McMahon saying unequivocally that she will definitely be back.
0: No, if, if they're saying that, I'm sure in the communication of that that's the plan and. Whether, I'm sure they would like to use Ronda uh, to get one of the other uh, NXT girls over. The Shayna, is it Shayna Baszler? Yeah. Possibly, or something down. Maybe that would be probably the plan before Ronda hangs it up. Um, So, I don't know. I think I like like Ronda a lot. She brought a lot to the table for them. And they used her very well and and got her adjusted to that whole thing. and, And I thought she delivered... And I know there's always going to be people that are critical of things and she proved herself in another industry and she came over and she showed that she could handle that schedule for the time that she was there. And I think they're going to, there's more value in Ronda than WWE. So they're going to, they're definitely going to
1: use her again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, to your point, I I feel like if, if Rhea Ripley came up to the main roster, you know, her and Ronda and they had that storyline of Rhea beating, you know, her buddy, Shayna Baszler. So, um, there's a payoff yeah. match and all that eventually. Ronda,
0: maybe it's bring her back for six months and, and then she wants to have the kid or, or family. You
1: know, it, it, there's something there. Yeah. So. Um, also, Cain Velasquez is reportedly booked for the Royal Rumble. So, um, he, yeah, he had the short match with Lesnar where Lesnar pretty much destroyed him. But he will be back uh, next month.
0: Is he down at NXT training?
1: Is that the? Do you know
0: what the situation with that is?
1: Uh, he had been training, but then he had he, his knee was kind of jacked, so it was believed that he was going to be out until he got that fixed. So apparently he's avoiding surgery and just rehabbing it, and so he'll be good to go.
0: Interesting. I wonder if he's gotten the stem cells in it, just because that's that would be the time to do it. And so he's at a stage where you got to realize I told you, it's really tough to come in there and is he's an amazing athlete, and but they put him in that match and got the they got they got what they wanted out of him. Right away, and I think now it's going to be whatever success that he has. It's going to come through a different way. Uh, I, I it just you can you just I look at things from the outside, and just knowing how the, the inner workings of that, and I don't know if they know at this stage of his career with the injuries how much value he's going to have long term. So they made sure they got that one out of the way for Brock to get right. that value for Brock, and then now if he can come back from this, and, and I think. It, it will be a thing if he could start doing the live events and, and going at that schedule and show that he could stay healthy, that we'll see him have some success longer term there. If he could stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Uh, we covered a lot. One last thing. Kyrie Sane had suffered some sort of injury at TLC. Uh, it was clear in the match that she was off. Uh, it's not known exactly when it happened. There was this spot where Charlotte did a throwaway slam on the outside of the ring to the, to the guardrails and, uh, and, 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 she, Kyrie landed on concrete because the the mat had been pulled over or the, or the rails had been pulled over, rather. Um, but anyway, they continued with the match. It, it appeared like Charlotte didn't know that Kyrie was hurt because she was doing moves where it's clear that Kyrie was, did not want to take like a powerbomb on a table. Uh, Charlotte speared her. It, it was an awkward spear. Kyrie didn't sell it and Charlotte then smacked her. Um, so she, Charlotte's getting some heat uh, from fans over that. But uh, finally, Becky realized that Kyrie was hurt. Pushed her under the ring, uh, but the match went on for a long time, and it was not stopped or cut short or anything. Uh, WWE is getting some flack for not having, you know, come out and doing something about that situation, whether it's going to the finish quicker. Well, what are your thoughts on that? What, what should, was it a, a shit happens kind of thing, or should they have uh, cut that match sooner?
0: No, that's that's so that's one of the matches that I didn't see. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that so I could see exactly. Uh, the exact situation on it, I will say, and you have doctors; they know watching in the back. They know when somebody is off. Mm-hmm. It's clear, as, and I would have to see to be able to to really truly speak on it. But the problem is, is everything so mapped out now that when somebody does get knocked out like that, everything goes to the sh- goes 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 to hell. It, it's a really really it's a bad thing, and I know. When I was, I had a match with Dolph Ziggler on Superstars once where, and I actually got a lot of heat for this because of the way the Meltzer and those idiots wanted to report it was Dolph, it was on a clothesline spot where I shot Dolph off and he was supposed to duck a clothesline and the top of his head in my forearm hit and it knocked him out. He collapsed and went flying under the ring and fell to the floor out there. I got yelled at by Vince that take his fucking head off if the guy doesn't duck. That because I always got they don't like when you throw high clotheslines. You got to throw them like you really would. I got yelled at in the back for that. Not I wasn't. You gave him a. You you take his fucking head off if he doesn't duck. And me and Dolph were great friends, and it sucked. But I remember it was like I was unsafe and dangerous. How that was reported, but we did that match. Everything we had planned got thrown out the window, and I just tried to buy time with Dolph to get to the finish eventually. And Malinko's in the referee's ear to. Fucking do more moves and do more... No, this guy's fucked up. So these girls have this pay-per-view match planned. A girl gets knocked out. We've seen it before in the past. So if Charlotte's trying to do stuff to her and that girl's not there not selling, you got to put yourself in Charlotte's shoes. Charlotte maybe doesn't know the girl got knocked out and just thinks this girl's maybe not selling for her. So you don't want your shit being buried on TV. So you're trying to take control of the situation. Maybe Becky on the outside sees something going on. So Becky then was able to then put her under the ring, stay the fuck under there. It's a tough situation, but that's WWE. The performers have to stay perform when they're out there. You don't want to go out and be like, stop what you're doing. That's where they have to step in and like, no, no, no. This girl, you get to get a doctor with her, pull her to the side and let the other girls figure out how to figure out the match with whatever they can do uh, for the time being. It's It's a tough situation, but when you get knocked out like that, it's it's scary and everything gets thrown out the window, so it's like what do you do? Well, the company has to step in and, and take control of that situation, not to let them put them in that position to keep going on. It, it's a tough thing, but yeah. it, it, it's scary and like for her to keep going and that. And Becky, that's the, that if that's what happened, that's that's a great move on Becky's
1: part. All right. Uh, well, Ryback, uh, thanks as always for having me on, you know, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Uh, it's been, it's been really fun doing this this year. Absolutely. You no, know, I look forward to 2020 and, uh, I always appreciate your time Raj
0: as always. Is there anything you want to go ahead and plug to wrap up?
1: Uh, yeah, I yeah. keep checking out wrestling.com. We got, uh, I got a, I, I spoke with Eric Bischoff at length about ratings and, uh, how they work, how they're calculated, uh, Bischoff talked about why AEW should be concerned about their ratings dropping, why he prefers the look of AEW over NXT, a lot of what uh, me and Ryan discussed earlier. Um, just really going in-depth about how the ratings worked, how Nitro, uh, you know, the crossover between Nitro and Raw, duplicate viewers, things like that. So if, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, that's there. Also, a lot more from our interview with Ric Flair. Uh, so just tons of stuff on, on Wrestling.com. So keep checking that out.
0: Good deal. Well, Raj, thank you as always. Happy holidays. And, guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback, back. And I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals, and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is, I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you, and use discount code The big Guy to save 15%. FuelMeals.com, feed me more. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen big thank you to Tanya Tate this week for coming in to Vegas and uh, it was a pleasure to get to speak to her on the show and i hope you guys uh, enjoyed that conversation it's always a lot of fun when people come in studio here and we get to mix it up and uh, it just has a different dynamic a different it's a different feel than when uh, you do the Skype interviews and i think the, i think it comes off a lot better as well it's always better having a face to face conversation with somebody uh, the excitement and the energy is always a little better But Skype is is a a necessary and it's a great tool to be able to communicate with people all over the world. And uh, we got Abraham Washington coming on the following week. And uh, we got some other really, really cool guests. If there's anybody you guys ever want on the show, let me know. And I'm always, (laughs) with everything we're doing here and uh, and scheduling people, I'm always trying to stay on top of all of this. And uh, I'm very open to having people from all different walks of life on the show. Cause I always think there's always something to be learned from anyone, no matter what their status may be in the world or if they're famous or not famous. That's a bunch of bullshit anyways. So my whole thing is if we get up, uh, there's something to be learned. If there's some entertainment in it. You know, it's a win-win for everybody. I want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, whatever it is you celebrate during this time of the year. If you don't celebrate That's okay, too. and uh, But happy holidays, guys, for me. It's been a great uh, 2019. Looking forward to an amazing 2020. And let's have a safe, uh, happy New Year's. And uh, I work through it all. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There ain't no stopping right now. Not for me. This is a pivotal point of my life. And uh, there's a lot going on. And I actually just, there's a supplement manufacturer a very good company that's been around for a very long time that I had no idea was here in Las Vegas. And I was able to uh, have a meeting with them the other day, and it's going to be key for Feed Me More Nutrition going forward. They uh, they are able to give me even better pricing than what I've been getting on uh, some of the stuff, which is going to be key in me getting distribution because that's been my biggest issue is I don't charge enough for my supplements for what they cost me because I don't believe in overcharging and I've been advised from the distribu- distru- uh, distribution companies that I should raise my prices and I said I'm not doing that. I'm going to make this work doing what I believe but I'm able to get better pricing now so I don't have to and with a company that specifically works with natural products primarily which is huge. and That is, it is... Because a lot of the companies, the manufacturers deal with the artificial companies and they're not as familiar with the natural companies. Luckily, the company I'm with, they have people there that are very natural oriented and uh, who I specifically only work with. But if I can get better pricing, and which it looks like it's going to be a major difference, it, it is a real game changer because I don't have to raise my prices. I can have the margins that I need to get distribution and feed me more nutrition can now start showing up in brick and mortars because we've talked about it. The the name of the game is money for all these people and they really don't care about the health aspect. I do because I use this stuff religiously and that's the difference is the supplements I'm selling you guys are designed for me. I, I love myself and I care about myself greatly. So I am not going to sell anybody anything that I would not put in my body on a regular basis and do my homework on and believe in strongly. Now, that's not to say I keep a very open mind with all this and I'm constantly looking at ways to improve and and understand that I don't know everything and that I want to continuously keep putting out the best products that I truly can. So it makes for a really, really cool thing. And I believe that's why we've had the success we've had up to this point. So exciting things coming up with Feed Me More Nutrition. I do want to thank uh, the sponsors here. A little shout-out for Real Good Foods. Realgoodfoods.com. You can save 15% with discount code Ryback. Guys, check them out. They have the keto enchiladas, pizzas, the cauliflower pizzas, the low-carb uh, breakfast poppers, breakfast sandwiches, the, the bacon-wrapped stuffed chicken breast. They have a real a lot of really, really good foods, guys. They're a great company. I love being associated with them. They are the main sponsor of this show. So please check out realgoodfoods.com, 15% with code Ryback. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service that I've been with for many years. You can save 15% at fuelmeals.com with discount code the big guy. Mm. They have all the custom and signature meals, the chicken, the, the turkey, the lean turkey, the, the steak, the beef, fish. They have, they have quesadillas. <laughs> they have a lot of different items on there. They have all the vegetables, broccoli, green beans, asparagus, baked potato, sweet potato, Brown rice. You could you could get custom meals, meal prep at your doorstep, overnighted on on ice, hot ice, and it is uh, what's it called? It, it's really the, the whole production of the company is great. I love being associated with them, guys. So if you uh, are someone that doesn't have a lot of time to eat and you want to get your your meals in, they make it really really convenient for you to do that at a very very affordable price as always feed me more nutrition available on feedmemore.com and amazon you can always save 10% with discount code podcast10 guys uh, but right now when this podcast comes out you have until christmas to actually save 20% with discount code santa20 on feedmemore.com so as this is released monday you'll have a couple days there uh before before christmas to i believe a couple days if not a day i got to look at the dates there but Santa 20 to save 20% on feedmemore.com and Feed Me more nutrition. Uh, anything, guys, you could always uh, hit up the website or the Feed Me more nutrition page on Instagram. Give us a follow on there. We've got a lot of good content, a lot of random facts, different nutritional facts and things, theories, uh, things of that nature on that. And uh, just staying busy, going one day at a time, guys, going, going, going with all of that. My uh, thought of the week this week. my thought of the week. I want to talk about, there's a book by Grant Cardone, uh, called the 10 X rule, uh, essentially that whatever you do and you decide to do, you got to 10 x it. You got to put 10 times the effort in, on whatever you're putting in, uh, to, to make sure that you maximize your success. And Grant Cardone is a guy. He's a very, he's on Instagram and, and people either love him or hate him. He's, uh, but he's a very motivating individual. He's a very, and, and when you know his story and his past and why he is the way that he is and wanting, uh, oftentimes guys with these people that uh, have a lot of money and a lot of success, there's a drive in them. They want freedom and they come from a past where they had that freedom taken away or they, they had a lot of very bad things happen in their life where they had to overcome it. And they, that adversity, where, which brings a lot of people down, they use that for fuel, and Grant and uses that to ten x things, and to put ten times the effort. And I think it's a really motivating thing. I got a poster framed in here with the ten x by Grant Cardone, and I got some other. I got another one at my townhouse, which I'm going to end up bringing here when I sell it. It says "Whatever it takes," and he's he's in that class with Gary Vaynerchuk for me in a different way. More though, just uh, honing in on what you want, and you really, really got to you got a ten x it. And for me, I get times and people I know, they they go, you need to relax more, you need to you need to go party, you need to go, you need to go, you just need you need to go on a vacation. And I go, No, it's not the time. And there's a difference because I'm in that 10x period right now where I gotta be locked in and I had a lot of bad shit happen to me, a lot of it unexpected, and and, and things are never never go things never go as planned all the time. And I use that negative adversity for Fuel to 10X. And I read that book while I was in WWE and it really, really allowed me to escalate my game even further with a lot of the negative bullshit going on there where I just kept working harder and working harder and working harder. And it's never done me wrong. And there will be a point and I talk about having balance and but when I'm working and trying to achieve uh, a lot of things for financial freedom and to have some more power in, the, in pro wrestling uh, with the scheduling and different things, issues I have with the pro wrestling business, I'm in a period where I got a ten x ten x right now every single day. there is no letting up on the gas pedal i it it's it, to overcome the the five disc fusion of the shoulder replacement. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have that ten x mentality right now doing the rehab every day rigorous just 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 mentally draining going from one thing to the next and doing something doing the podcast and sending it off and, and doing everything and doing the notes and getting the scheduling and then Shit! I have all this with the supplements I have to do, and then going from that, and then I need to do my rehab, and I, multiple times a day, and I got to go do my training, and I got it. Then I got I got my investments, and I got my townhouse, and I go from one thing to the next to the next to the next. But I've been able to ten x, and I'm in that zone, and I know I have to give. I know I have to give a, a certain amount of effort to each thing to be successful, and that's where I know I, I can't take on any other more things because I'm maxed out to giving my effort to these things right now. But whatever it is for you, you got to take. I, I highly suggest you go check out the book, The Ten X Rule, by Grant Cardone. And if there's something that you're doing that you're not happy with the results, well, you got to ten X it. And that book will help you on that. And you got to find a way if you want it bad enough. You got it. You got to sacrifice. You got to focus. You got to hone in on it. You got to find ways to improve on what you're doing. And I've had to do that. I've had to reevaluate things constantly in all of this, uh, with especially the podcast, Feed Me More Nutrition. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I started this. I just knew I wanted to do a podcast to tie my business into everything eventually. And I wanted people to know who I really was because I wasn't happy with the persona that people, uh, a lot of false things that went out with WWE, putting out false articles with different publications and fans being angry over things that weren't true. And I go, man, my identity, people don't even know who I am. And I was like, so I'm going to start this. I'm going to do it. And we started, we had a starting point and I just did it. Sink or swim. And I just started swimming. And along the way, I realized I had to make adjustments. And and I've done that numerous amounts of times. And finally, now this is the show where I'm very, very happy with the show that I'm putting out and feel that I'm bringing value to people's lives. I feel like people, my followers, understand who who and what I am. And there is now, and especially with the YouTube, everything, people actually know me now. And now you can decide if you like or hate me. And that I can live with all day long because it's real. And not everyone's going to love me. and That's okay. But it's better than someone hating you for something that's not real. You know what I mean? So, But at 10X it, and I just keep going. and I, I take that 10X rule and I apply it to everything that I do to the best of my ability. And I, that's that's what you can do too. And you start and you read the book, you listen to it, and whatever it is, and you get some motivation from it and you you look at areas in your life that you want to be better at and you 10X it. And that's it. Yeah. That's my thought of the week. Yes. All right, all fan mail, P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. I just ask that you put return postage, guys, and I will get that back to you uh, as quickly as possible here with all of that. I do want to say, too, before I shoot through the rest of this, the plugs here, guys, great podcast with Joe Rogan, everything with that whole Game Changers thing, a lot of the the documentary on Netflix uh, about going vegan, and plant-based foods and, and the health benefits, which there's no. I'm on like day ten now. I feel amazing. I'm. It's so easy, and I'm very happy. Uh, he had a guy named Chris Cresser uh, on the show where Chris supposedly debunked the entire movie. I highly suggest he has a guy. It's episode 1393. James Wilkes and Chris Cresser, uh, the the game changers debate. It's three and a half hours long. I listened to it all last night. It is an amazing episode. I Hats off to Joe for bringing James uh, Wilkes on to come in. I He thoroughly, thoroughly destroyed Chris. And I say that kindly with Chris. James did his homework. James had his facts. Joe acknowledged it. It's a great episode, guys. And I'm not, it's just essentially showing the positive benefits of a plant-based lifestyle. And I'm not, I'm eating, I'm eating several eggs a day. And I have my my 175 gram, uh, feed me more nutrition, hungry. whey, grass-fed whey protein isolate shake a day. I needed to cut down on my animal proteins. I was over-consuming red meat and steak. I I eat a lot and chicken a lot. I wanted to go the other way and cut it out. I'm going to keep the eggs get a little bit of cholesterol in my diet still I have my whey protein shake but I eat a very balanced diet it was not difficult for me right now, especially not traveling and I'm getting blood work done here very soon probably I'll try to give it four to six more weeks and I'm going to look at some changes and see I've always been very healthy but I always cholesterol could have been a little better at times and I'm gonna see and I, that the way you do that is by actually trying something not saying oh that doesn't fucking work that's stupid. I always try it. And I let the blood work and how I feel speak for myself. You can show me all the fucking data you want, all the research that you want. I'd rather just do it and know firsthand. You can't argue with that. And I, I highly encourage everyone to have that mentality. And you can take in the data and you look at it and you go, okay, And but try it. Don't just say, oh, that doesn't work. That's stupid. There's a lot of interesting things in all this and there's no arguing. A plant-based diet including a lot of fresh fruits different fruits and vegetables mainly vegetables in my opinion truly are beneficial no matter what your diet is there's no arguing that and listen to that episode it's a great episode uh, it really debunks a lot of the myths that are out there and I'm trying to learn this is something I didn't want to learn about because I didn't want to give up animal protein I I didn't want to I didn't want I didn't want to go down that road and in for my own selfish ways and when I had Austin Aries on and he, he read his book food fight which I highly recommend it it you know what? I need to look into this. And with everything that I believe in the way of the world and business, it fits in very well. And it's not to say that I'm not gonna go have a stake still. I probably am. And I and I and I don't think there's anything wrong with it from time to time. I was over consuming. Balance. And an Austin and he's he's not pushy with it and he, he presents a lot of valid information. And then when you start reading and looking at this stuff, it's just it, it, you, you could start forming an opinion, but I always say, try it. Don't just judge someone to say, well, and people always take things to the extremes. It's all balanced at the end of the day, in my opinion. And there's a lot of things wrong with the animal, uh, the way that we we raise animals and slaughter them and in the living conditions and uh, we're overpopulated as it is and, and things have are done strictly for money. I look at things and I'm looking at my health. How can I make improvements? I'm going to try this. So, Because you see, I get some get some really nasty comments on some stuff with people. And it's just people that don't want to, to do their homework and actually try things. And I'm not preaching or promoting it. Do it and try and experiment with things. Go get lab work done. Go by how you feel. Don't just say, oh, you're stupid and blah, 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 and name calling. It doesn't get anywhere, guys. So that's what's going on with that. Great episode. Check it out. For all personal videos by me, we are going to be doing the Cameo. They've reached out, and uh, especially with the YouTube. I just didn't, time-wise, it's tough getting around to all these. Um, but they, I was like, you know what, let's do it, especially for the holidays. Cameo.com slash the big guy ride back, Guys, for personal videos from myself, I, if you look at the reviews on those, uh, they speak for themselves. Uh, I give those all my attention when I do them. And I, I believe in trying to give you value uh, if you want a message from me in more than a quick little 15 second I've never done a 15 second video you're going to get usually a multiple minute video from the big guy ryback right on those but they make for a great christmas gift from the big guy <clears throat> all appearances as far as uh, interviews or things of that nature book the big guy at yahoo.com ryback tv on youtube we passed 175,000 subscribers i think we might be to near 180 when this is released thank you guys from the bottom of my heart i got the silver play award Back here, the next goal is 1 million. If you could please share that, youtube.com slash RybackTV. Guys, my goal is to get this as big as possible. I'm having the time of my life doing it. And it has helped everything from my business to my podcast and given me a platform to be essentially on TV again without working for anybody. And if you see and you, I actually truly enjoy doing these videos and have the time of my life. So check those out. I did go overboard last week. on I talked about, I did four locos. And, uh, I did two for the U2 play award and I was feeling great. And I had six in the refrigerator and I, they're 14% alcohol. I ended up doing four for the night and I ended up having a three hour phone call, uh, with DJ Dells, a sneaker addict, which I don't remember anything outside, maybe the first 20 or 30 minutes. And that fourth one, whenever I had it, I don't remember. I blacked out, fell asleep on the chair with the dogs, fell asleep on my lap. Thank God. And I had no idea these things could hit you like this. And I'd never had them before and didn't know a lot about them. And and it was, uh, they snuck up on me, woke up at 5 a.m. confused. I went to go outside to let the dogs out. And, and like, what happened? And my alarm goes off and scrambling to shut the alarm off at 5 a.m. I go back to bed. I wake up at 8, the latest I've woken up in years. Come downstairs, go to take a piss downstairs. And I realize that there's a... I go, what's in the toilet? And uh, I, I look and i it's broken the base of a broken snow globe. And I, I, I go, what? How did this? And like, there's no glass on the ground. There's no water from the snow globe. Because I've broken those before. accidentally bumping into my big ass. And it, they make a huge mess. They get the glitter all over the place if there's glitter in it. And I look, I go in the, the kitchen. I see the glass is all in the trash can. So I must have immaculately picked it up and put it in, got cleaned up the mess. But I thought it was a brilliant idea to put the base into the toilet bowl. Four Locos strikes again and uh, destroyed me. Stay away from Four Locos, kids. I'll never again. I don't know what else is in those. There's more than alcohol because I could put down a serious amount of alcohol. And I've heard different people say that that was equivalent to like 24 beers or 32 shots or something like so there's no doubt that was whatever I had, it was way more than I thought. And I went from being totally like not really feeling anything to then just being passed out. So for damn four locos. Avoid four locos. That's my next message of the weekend. <laughs> Uh, wake up! It's feeding time. A motivational book, right back there, guys. Available on Audible, in paperback, and Kindle uh, format. Available on uh, uh, Amazon in paperback, Audible and Kindle formats, and available on FeedMeMore.com. Signed and personalized, if you would like. Available on the website as well. Follow us on social media. We now have a Ryback TV. We've added more social media channels, guys. Ryback TV uh, on Instagram. The big guy Ryback22 is my personal account. Feed me more nutrition on Instagram and conversation with the big guy on Instagram. If you guys could follow all of them, we have different facts and and theories and thoughts on all of them. Try to add value on all those different channels. If you could follow those guys along with my channel, I am Ryback 22 on Twitter, where I put out random thoughts and different things. Feed me more nutrition on Facebook and Snapchat. I'm Ryback 247 guys. Merry Christmas. And thank you guys. As always, have a great holiday. Uh, nothing uh, but love and happiness here this holiday season, no matter what your situation is. But I hope you guys can uh, take a minute to to be thankful and to relax and uh, enjoy, enjoy the holiday season with whoever it is that you are around. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy right back. Feed me more. <laughs> With the big guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment.